Welcome back <laughs> to a sporty threesome where we handle your balls, we handle the sports, so you don't have to think about anything. What happened in week one of the NFL? Man, I don't know. <laughs> that shit was crazy. I was going to say we're here to tell you, but I guess not. We actually have um, no idea what yeah, we're talking we're, about. <laughs> we just look at the stats afterwards and we're like, yeah, that happened. Football yeah. happened? No, no. We're we're very excited <laughs> that the NFL is back once again. NFL is so back, baby. Week one was everything we could have had, we could have hoped for. A lot of, some disappointments as well. A lot of but, yeah. some disappointments, but a lot of good yeah. news. Some sad some news. Some great games, though. Some very disappointing news. But we'll cover it all this this episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I do want to start off with, uh, I believe my callback was from the first episode whenever we talked about Chris Jones. And I just want to say, I was so fucking right. <laughs> what happened? The Lions went out there, and they destroyed the Chiefs. And it wasn't destroyed. More like, it was more like they the Chiefs. Won. That they won. They won. The, the Chiefs fumbled that away the Chiefs wide receiver group fumbled it away but also the Lions didn't really face many like like defensive like battles up front like the the line the the offensive line held their ground they didn't have any disturbances and stuff like that nobody on the Chiefs defense was creating pressure in the backfield and what did the Chiefs do? They went out and they re-signed Chris Jones the next day. Or it was like two days later. I think. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty I think it was, it was like Sunday. After, yeah. I, I think it was Sunday that he actually got the deal done, finally. Yeah. Still crazy, a one-year deal? Yeah, only one year. I don't know what that's all about. I think his agents uh, really fumbled the bag on that I, one. I, I saw a take that said the, the agents are just... They're trying to be the agents that signed the player... But with the defensive player with the highest contract ever, and right. I think in the in doing that and being selfish like that, they kind of they kind of fucked Chris Jones out of yeah. like a bunch of money, which yeah. makes sense. Um, I don't know. And yeah, with this only being a one year contract, seems like Chris Jones' relationship with the Chiefs organization is starting to get a little rocky. So yeah, we might, we might be seeing him with the new team next year. Is, is this the start of the downfall of a dynasty? I would have gone that. Oh, no. Okay, I mean, hey, uh, their their wide receiving room wasn't looking very good. I mean, yeah, we can we can get more into that game in just a moment. Yeah, but a couple of a couple of things, other news related things. Uh, other people who got paid. Yeah, Joe Burrow, a five year, two hundred seventy five million extension, two hundred and nineteen million guaranteed i thought we talked about this last episode did it did he did we not i don't think so who got paid no it was, who got paid um, last week um but uh i, I know it feels like it was longer than than a week ago. yeah i know right everything everything has moved so fast Nick boats uh maybe yeah, nick, nick both both the, got paid that's probably what i was thinking about. yeah nick boats did get paid yeah joe burrow i mean hey well deserved i mean after week one maybe it's not very well deserved but well speaking of predictions that came true but like i said we can get into that Mm -hmm. um Um, jk dobbins unfortunately tore his achilles in the ravens game this was also Mm -hmm. the torn achilles yeah it was uh and the their center tyler linderbaum also went out that game oh yeah and so the the glass cannon Baltimore team is not really uh, it, it's it's turning into the glass cannon. And, that, and, uh, and the, the glass cannon is backfiring. The yeah. glass part is showing. Um, I mean, yeah, again, one of like the most dynamic offenses out there. Whenever everyone's playing, but yeah, just riddled with injuries. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we had yeah, to that. Mark Andrews didn't even get to play. Yeah, yeah. 
And so, and the the most harrowing news of the week, Aaron Rodgers is out for the season. For the season. We might have witnessed the last drive that Aaron Rodgers plays in the NFL. You think he's done after this? I, I was going to say, do you think he goes out like 38, that? 38, 38, 39? Didn't he just say he wanted to play until 45 like last week? But Yeah, but that's before you tear an Achilles. Achilles is different. Yeah. But with modern medicine, you are 38 though, but like... Yeah, I feel like he'll be willing to like, like I don't know how well Aaron Rodgers like keeps up with his body. Joe Rogan supplements are not going. <laughs> bro, bro tore his Achilles and started taking ivermectin. Dog, That's it's over. For Aaron Aaron next week he's going to be taking ayahuasca like, somewhere in South America. I just I don't I don't know. A, a torn Achilles is rough to come back from, especially for someone that old. And yeah. I just don't I just don't know. I don't know either. I think I honestly think he might try and come back. Yeah, I hope he's trying. I can see him trying. I feel like if he doesn't like if he comes back and he's just like not the Aaron Rodgers that we know, then yeah. like he'll I, th- probably... I think this is at least the end of the Aaron Rodgers that we know. Yeah, that, yeah. This is the end of of prime Aaron Rodgers or like of MB, MVP caliber Aaron Rodgers and someone who can. Someone who's worth trading multiple first-round picks for, basically. Yeah. yeah. Like what the Jets tried to do. So unfortunate for the Jets franchise, yeah. man. Those they fans know nothing but pain and misery and curses. And the one time... The one time... The last time they had a quarterback that threw for over 4,000 yards, I believe, was literally Joe Namath. I was about to say, was it Joe Namath? <laughs> yeah, I think That's it was. Crazy. And they finally get a dude who had oh. back-to-back MVPs not even... Like two years ago, they and who was like everyone in the camps were like talking about how good he was. Like he, he, he was great, talking dude. about how great. like good he felt about everything. Like mm-hmm. it really seemed like the vibes over there were like pretty astounding. The vibes oh, yeah. were immaculate. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I was, was it the very first drive that he went down? It was. It was. Unfortunately, yeah. uh, he got four plays off before. Tragedy uh, struck. Yes. And I mean like I don't wish injury on any on any player, mm-hmm. but it it really just seems like one of those like like cosmically like tragic yet also like comedic moments because like it happened to the Jets of all teams, you know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. very classic Jets. It and is. like it's very Jets. I, I really couldn't like and especially with, like, all the, like, great expectations just for it to fall on, like, the fourth snap of Aaron Rodgers' Jets career. It's just, like, it's hard not to, like, I don't know. Like, that line 11 is crazy. Yeah, that was <laughs> after Aaron Rodgers was taking out the American flag. What, he, was, more, I, uh, what was more devastating to New York? The fall of the Twin Towers or the falling of Aaron Rodgers? This is the worst September 11th in New York history. <laughs> Which one is going to be remembered more? (laughs) Everyone, everyone in New York knows where they were for when Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles. (laughs) I do not know where I was at for 9-11. I can't believe I know where I was at for Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. I can't believe Aaron Rodgers disrespected the American flag by coming out there holding it only for him to tear his Achilles. What a what a wonderful um what a wonderful American thing to do, I think. Um 
But uh, speaking of things that aren't just America, we have <laughs> international sports to cover as well. The FIBA World Cup. It is wrapped up. Has you concluded. Know yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Germany walking now with the gold medal. Dennis Schroeder uh, is the best player in the world. He got the MVP uh, FIBA World Cup. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That would, yeah. I guess they just give it to the best player on the winning team. I mean, because like he was. That's how he played. I mean, Dennis Schroeder in the World Cup, like he be, he plays so differently. Like it. He just, like, is so much more aggressive when he plays. And, mm-hmm. like, his playmaking is great with that Germany team. Um, so, I mean, well-deserved. They didn't lose a game all tournament. Uh, that's so, that's pretty uh, incredible, yeah. They played yeah. Serbia, who got silver, of course. Um, was it a close game? I don't even remember. I think it was, like, a two-possession game at the end. Mm. Um, and then Canada beat... United States for yeah, third. <laughs> Shay, is that God? Yeah, what can I say? He was, would you say that he was like, where would you rank him in the tournament in terms of like being one of the best players to play in that tournament? Because I think he's like. Mm, he was at least like top three. That's top three, what I was three to five range. I mean, yeah. Luca, I mean, of course, is my number one. Yeah. And then. I think, damn, is Shea, was Shea the second best player in that tournament? I think he might have been. I think he might have been. I think he might have been. And Loki, I'm thinking he was the best. I mean, like, I love Luca, but I mean, to also, like, they got, they got pretty far. And I think, yeah, I mean, they did get for Luca, but he also has a way deeper team than Slovenia. Mm -hmm. Like, you got, you got Dylan Brooks, you got SGA, you got Alexander, wait, what is it? Nikhil Walker. Uh, mm-hmm. They're cousins. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know that. Um, you got Lou Dort, um, Dwight Powell. Oh, I mean, yeah. they got like a lot of NBA players on that team. Um, whereas like Slovenia, it's Luca, and then like Mike Toby and like Clemen <laughs> Preplovich and like just these like, I mean, but they're all dogs. I mean, yeah. they. Oh. I was going to call them, like, alpaca farmers or something like that. <laughs> Luca and some dude who, like, herd cattle. Oh, there. my God. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, <sighs> them boys are not getting paid to play basketball in Slovenia, I bet. Yeah. I mean, they're just kind of, like... They show up every every time for this tournament. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then... Did y'all see the Mikel Bridges 3, though, to tie up the yeah. game and send it to overtime? No, I did. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Could you pull it up real fast? <laughs> you have live reaction. Live reaction. All right, bet. I don't even know if it'll be on here. Oh, wait, no. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh, a good miss. The USA got it. Bridget from the corner. Oh, my God. The Nets are going crazy. Yeah, and then they yeah. lost. Most so. perfectly executed fake free throw. Uh, like, like, intentional miss free throws. Yeah. Game. Oh, remember the one? Uh, sorry to bring up Luca again, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> With the when Luca missed the free throw against the Knicks in that crazy comeback. Oh yeah. I remember. I was here when that game was on, and the Knicks were like, "Oh yeah, dude." The Knicks were winning by like twenty points in like the fourth, and I was like, "This game is over, man." And so I turned off the game, and I was like, "Oh, let me just like check to see like how bad like the game yeah. ended up being." I check, and it's in overtime. I was like. 
What? And I hadn't been like on any social media because mm-hmm. I don't know. I just wasn't checking my phone. And then I like looked up to see what happened, and Luca making that crazy, um, that crazy shot to send it. Yeah, I think that also sent it to overtime off the missed free throw. Mm-hmm. But then Mikel Bridges through uh missed free throw, leading to a threes. Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty crazy. Did you end up, uh, or yeah, did you guys end up winning that game against the Knicks? I think they did. Yeah. Hell yeah, hell yeah, we love that for the we. I love seeing. Uh, it it reminds me of that one play where like Luca like was like falling into a three. I don't remember. Oh, that was against Memphis. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. The, that, that was, was a bubble season. Yeah, uh, off, that was like, a bubble season. Yeah, off the of one leg, he just like with one hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like, was yeah incredible play, Luca. Luca Magic, ladies and gentlemen. That's what you tune in to see the the Dallas Mavericks every every I was gonna say every week, but they play multiple times a week, so it's it's yeah. the mm-hmm. same thing. <laughs> Alright, is it time boys? Yeah, we to, to recap this week oh, in football yeah. season. We had a wonderful week this week. We did, in, we did in NFL football. And I I I'm sure we all got plenty to say about mm-hmm. it. Um, <laughs> this week one uh, opener was a wonderful opening heater for the NFL season. I was about to say, let's start with the top, uh, yeah. with the first one, Lions-Chiefs. Uh, you know, Detroit came out with the W, Chiefs missing their best def- uh, defensive player and best weapon on offense. It's uh, Most people kind of had predictions that, like, the Lions were going to win it going into. I think me and you both said Lions. Yeah. Matthew Rock with the Chiefs still. Um, I yeah, I mean... It was a crazy one. Not often do you see a wide receiver lose a game for the other team. Yeah. Like, like, uh, not often do you see it. Oh my god! A wide receiver that makes that much of a negative impact on a game. But yeah. Kadarius Tony found a way. He had like three minutes, three drops, right? I, I believe, believe so. The whole yeah. game, one, one into a touchdown. Yeah, um, and then the other, there was another one that was on like a pretty crucial third down for them where yeah, when the, the game was still pretty close. that was yeah that was the last one that he had dropped because the other the second one like cousin cousin wasn't his fault right. um i mean he still dropped it but it was oh, like the, the one that was like shallow, in between like yeah, the, the shallow cross yeah. yeah like that one like went in between the but that was receivers. like the least important one out of everything yeah i'm pretty sure that yeah. one also was on third down but yeah, and that one, like, I can see, like, you kind of just, like, lose track of the ball because, like, you might have thought it was going to your teammate right there. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I mean, he still lost in that game with the other two very uh, big miss drops. Um, we, we can't forget about the uh, the Lions going for it on fourth down on, like, their um, own 17 And then yard it didn't get them to a touchdown. And it led to a touchdown. Yeah, that it, was not even just going for it, but the fake punt. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is what uh, uh, got well, them to convert there. That was crazy. And Campbell, I mean, yeah, he's he such a he's got, not, he's got balls. That's oh my such God. a Dan Campbell game to win because mm-hmm. like the Lions defense stepped up to an insane degree. Like their rookies really Aiden stepped Hutchinson. up. Aiden, Aiden, Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson had a fantastic game. He was yes. constantly in the backfield. Brian Branch was the one who got the pick six. Oh, he yeah. Did, yeah, and a pass deflection that was... I, it might have been on a third down. I don't remember. Did Brian Branch ever come back into the game? Because he got he hurt. Did, yeah. Oh, he did. Did. Yeah. 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 Um. So that was really cool. Uh, Sam Laporta also did well. Mm-hmm. He had five receptions for 39 yards. Not incredible, but I mean, like, 
they really involved him in that passing game. Um, you could definitely see his role grow in the future. Oh yeah, uh, especially yeah. once him and Goff get more of a connection and stuff. I think that that could. I don't know. Sam Laporte is he's he's good. He's got potential for sure. I think if you're looking for fantasy options later down the line, if you're looking to stash somebody, I think Sam Laporta is a really good option for that because I I if anything he's gonna get receptions I think mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. that's that's if you play PPL <clears throat> that's that's pretty good for that. Um, but the most exciting fantasy option out of all of them, Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Ooh. Gibbs, very you limited be- role. I was going to say, you should talk about him, because you drafted him in a league I did after, like, the second recording of the podcast, I think we did, like, a... Yeah, did, like, you know, I, I had tried to kind of stay away from Gibbs. I, I'm always hesitant on rookies in fantasy, because, like, you never know what's going to happen there. Uh, so, uh, but it was in my, my fourth league, and then, like, Jameer Gibbs, he was just right there. It was in the third round. I was like, I gotta take him. So, yeah. I took him. Uh, he was, uh, like, he was going to RB2, and I was like, might as well. So, I took Gibbs, and then I, I, I kind of regret it because it made me, honestly, a little bit mad watching the game <laughs> because I was, um, like, every time he touched the ball, he was, he was so explosive. He looked amazing. He, like, he was, like, in such a limited role. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't really get to see him, like, fully shine in this yeah, game. I was, I was very mad in the moment whenever that was happening, but I, I kind of changed my view on it because Dan Campbell did say that, like, Jameer Gibbs was going to be, like, slowly integrated into the game uh he was gonna have a limited role at first which is fair um especially i mean any rookie it, you don't want to just throw him out there and like just have him do all of snaps and like, right he, yeah even if running back some one of the more simple simpler roles i think integrating him into the game like play by play is a little bit better for gibbs overall it's just not the most exciting fantasy yeah uh, like role to watch uh, but I think his role will definitely be increased as the season goes on. I think it should as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, Just very seeing his seeing his breakaway speed, mm-hmm. his contact balance. I was incredibly incredible. impressed. Yeah, uh, he, uh, the first guy did not bring him down once. Yeah, he trucked that one guy. And he just bounced off of him. Yeah. He just, he just, it didn't even. It was like it didn't even like affect him. He didn't lean or one way. He didn't yeah. fall. Like he just hit. He just guy like hit him and, and just like, like spun and just yeah. kept going. It's yeah. like he wasn't even there. I it, it it was something like like watching like Zay Flowers for example on the field. You can tell like how much of an athlete he is by the mm-hmm. way he moves on the field. Mm-hmm. And seeing Jameer Gibbs for the limited amount of snaps that we got to see him. It was very apparent, to me at least, like, people kind of maligned the pick because maybe there's better value for you at that 16th spot, I believe, yeah. where they drafted him. But I mean, like, if you, if you, if he's your guy and you get him, and I, I've turned around a little bit on the pick seeing, seeing his athletic ability, and I'm very much looking forward to Jameer Gibbs on the, on the Lions. Yeah, no, if he, if he's anything like what we saw in that first game i think it was a great pick i think i think it'll definitely be one that people look back on they're like he probably could have gone a few picks higher yeah just for sure how explosive and how talented he is um before we move on from this just a couple guys that i want to shout out uh on the lines real quick amon ross st brown of course obviously 71 receiving yards and a touchdown uh josh reynolds former uh former ram uh catching passes from another former ram had uh 80 reception or 80 receiving yards on four receptions so that was pretty cool 
Um, and on the Chiefs side, Trent McDuffie had a good game. Nick Bolton had a good game. George Karloftis looked good. He had a tackle for loss and a pass deflection. Karloftis was really good. I, yeah. He had his name shouted out a few times. Honestly, I didn't think the Chiefs defense really looked that like bad in this you game. Know, like, they, 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 they did really look pretty good. They, they were solid for sure. They were just missing, I think, that star in Chris Jones. Yeah, I mean, he'll that, definitely elevate this team. Yeah, that, that is guaranteed, like, at least five or six plays a game. You're just, yeah. He's going to be there. He's going to get, like, that either that pressure or that sack. Or that yeah. It is a little bit crazy thinking about that Chiefs team being, like, their defense really held up, but their offense wasn't that yeah, good. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, not, that's something we haven't seen from the Chiefs, mm-hmm. though. I'm looking forward to seeing how how they bounce back next week against a tough opponent with both with, of the, those key players back. Yeah, Kelsey is also coming back. Pat Mahomes. So we have Panthers versus Falcons in a Falcons win. Mm-hmm. Um, this one was it was a little bit of a stinker, but I mean there were some good performances on the Falcons. Yeah, uh, first glance and real game of Bryce Young and. Bijan Robinson, exciting rookies to watch, so that's always fun. Bijan got his first career touchdown. He did, and it was a great touchdown. Yeah, yeah. As far as first touchdowns go, that that one's one of the better ones. <laughs> I mean, he 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 looked he looked great out there. He also had a limited role, like similar to Gibbs. He had a little bit larger of a role, um, but I mean, Algier was definitely the the lead back in that uh, Falcons backfield. But I mean, he looked great when he got the ball. Um, he when he got in space, he was he was quick. He was uh. He's making dudes miss. He has great, great contact balance. He's, mm-hmm. he's able to, he's able to force, uh, he's able to force missed tackles. And yeah, he, he looked great up there. Yeah, he really did. Uh, Tyler Algier looked really good as well. Um, I'm mm-hmm. glad to see that he's getting some usage despite them drafting a running back in the first round after him as a rookie went for a thousand rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Tyler Algier is playing like a guy who. <laughs> Whose team just drafted a running? He's got that chip on his shoulder right now. He's like, oh man, he's he's playing for a job right now. Yeah, (laughs) he's he's playing for a job. Whether Um, whether that's as uh, as a a more limited role in Atlanta, or if he gets traded by the end of the season because Atlanta's like, we we want to focus on Bijan. Yeah, no, he definitely saw Bijan get drafted, and he was like. I see like, what y'all are doing. He's like, this, he's like I, I need to do something. He started. He started putting in that work, and he, he he did some stuff. He he was great. He was great. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, it, or I have a stats right here: seventy-five rushing yards on fifteen carries, and as well as nineteen receiving yards on three receptions. I believe he also had two touchdowns. I'm trying to look that up. He did right now. He okay, yeah, he had two touchdowns. So I remember watching the uh, the highlights. I was like, yeah. I was, like, I was like, damn, Algier got in again? And yeah. Like, um, Kyle Pitts had a really cool catch if you're a Kyle Pitts lover. He only had two receptions, unfortunately. I mean, the Desmond Ritter threw the ball 18 times. What do you... What do you yeah, like, Drake not... London had zero catches. Uh, it was 90, 90% of the snaps, zero, zero, zero catches, catches, one target. Desmond Ritter had a reception, and Drake London <laughs> did not. That's how... <laughs> He did. That's how. He did. Oh my! I don't know. I don't understand this Falcons team because even last year they weren't using Kyle Pitts at all, and then like now they have Drake London, who I was hoping that that they would use a little yeah. bit more. Like it seems like they're really trying to keep the ball out of Desmond Ritter's hands because they really run the ball well. Mm-hmm. But the problem with that is you have all these 
like passing options that you're just not mm -hmm. using who are like incredibly fast athletic big too like mm -hmm. i it, it's just a little bit it's just a little bit crazy they, got, the, they have multiple generational talents on their team yeah. and they're like we're gonna use them as decoys yeah <laughs> <laughs> tyler algier fucking go you you got this man. hey this too worked but i mean good yeah. granted against the panthers matt collins we're gonna give you more receptions than we give either of those <laughs> yeah I won't oh, say man. that the uh, Falcons' offense was the one to win this game. They had a pretty good game, but Jesse Bates had two interceptions. He pulled through. Mm. Two pass deflections, ten tackles. Um, Definitely a star on an otherwise kind of bleak Atlanta defense. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, maybe he's the leader they need. He's He's got the experience. He's He's got the talent still. He's still like, he's not like, on, he's not like on the come down or anything. He's, he's yeah. doing good. It seemed like the, the, this him signing there was exactly what the falcons needed in mm -hmm. that secondary um and unfortunately on the other side of the ball bryce young in his first nfl debut went 20 for 28 146 passing yards a touchdown and two interceptions it was not that great of a showing mm -hmm. from bryce young he was pretty efficient but it, it just was not like i mean i'm not gonna you know you know, pound the guy for being bad as a rookie in his first NFL start, but it uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't the best performance I've seen. I think it was I think it was the best that a rookie QB could have done in that situation. With, yeah, with a not great like with not great weapons at all around you. Uh, I mean, you're 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 just not surrounded by a great team. The coach isn't helping you at all. I mean, they didn't they didn't design plays like when you look back, they ran play action like twice. And mm -hmm. so, like, they're not, like, designing anything for, like, Bryce Young to, like, get open looks. They're like, hey, you're going to stand here and you're going to you're gonna make good passes. And, like, mm -hmm. he tried his best and he did good. I mean, he was 20 for 28. That's that's pretty that's pretty respectable, for especially for a first career start. But, I don't know. He's, he's definitely got potential and I love Bryce Young. I think he, Me too, he, he has yeah. a chance to be a great quarterback. Um, just that team needs to develop around him. Yeah, the after... Bank. After week one, I'm not out on Bryce Young. Yeah, I yeah. just would like to see a little bit more. I'm out on the Panthers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. The Pan I mean, <clears throat> speaking about poor weapons, Hayden Hurst had 41 receiving yards on five receptions and a touchdown, which were the team highs in all of those categories. So yeah, it's... it was. Uh, if Hayden Hurst is your leading receiver with 41 uh, yards, I'd say that. Uh, well. <laughs> make some trades. You got to make something happen. Need, I don't you know. Need some better weapons. Yeah. The Brian Burns situation is also crazy because <clears throat> he's kind of like on a. They're they're not. He's not in a holdout, but it's like um, like they have to do a deal with Burns now. They have to pay. Yeah. And they have to pay in top end money at this yep. point, uh, because like either either you let him walk, you let your best defensive player walk, or you have to pay him top end money, and I he's he you know he Brian Burns is great, but yeah. he, he's not Nick Bosa. He's, yeah. he's not he's not TJ Watt. He's not gonna be in any defensive player of the year like nods. He's just he's just gonna be one of those guys where you're like, oh yeah, he's really good. He's really good in his position. He's like a top player and stuff, but he's not like top tier. Or like he's, a true like game changer yeah, that you exactly. hand that kind of money to. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but like the Panthers have kind of backed themselves into this corner where they're like now they either have to pay him that top tier money or they gotta let him walk for free and then lose their best yeah. defensive player. It's it's tough for sure because 
I mean, I really like Brian Burns as a player, and uh, the, they really should have taken that trade with the Rams. Oh yeah, I forgot about that, bro. We were trying to throw away draft picks for no reason, just throwing dog. everything at him. Saying no to that deal was the worst mistake the Panthers could have made. Yeah, I I wish. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad we're good. I'm glad we're good. <laughs> I like I like the group of guys we got, and we'll get to that later because mm. uh, the Rams surprised me. Is all I'll say. Um, I think they surprised most of America. I hate. I think so as well. Uh, do you guys have anything else to say about this game? No, I didn't really even get to catch much of this one, to be honest. Yeah, I, uh, I caught like the beginning. Like I think I caught like the first quarter, and that was about it. Mm. We are obviously only three guys, and we all have outside lives, so we didn't get to. <laughs> we we didn't get to watch all these all these games like. Right, uh, yeah. in live time. A lot of us is just watching highlights and seeing what we saw from there and looking looking at stats. Yeah, I tried uh, my best to contextualize every game, mm -hmm. and I think I've watched at least the highlights for every game. So yeah, if anything, I can I watch can, what I could. And we we obviously saw the primetime games and stuff like that. Yeah, but... yeah, those were pretty good for the most part. Yeah. Um, Bengals versus Browns, a game that was not pretty good. One that no one saw coming. <laughs> well, Drew, except Drew for me. <laughs> except for me. Okay, but even even with the Cleveland Browns dub, you were not expecting twenty four to three, where Joe Burrow came out and had eighty two yards passing. Yeah, um, fourteen for thirty one is not very good. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that I wrote down on this was that. Uh, for rushing yards, Cincinnati had 75. Cleveland had 206. Total yards, Cincinnati had 142. And Cleveland had 350. So if you were wondering how they lost this game, that is how. Mm -hmm. um, Nick Chubb had 106 rushing yards on 18 carries, 21 receiving yards. Basically doing Nick Chubb things, good for, good for a buck every time he touches mm -hmm. the field. This this game was run was decided by rushing though, and it is not apparently a lot of people don't know that it was raining pretty hard in Cleveland for that yeah. entire game, um, so that's why I had to rely on rushing. I mean, in a, in a game like that, the team with the better running back, offensive line, and defensive line, they're gonna win every time. Yeah, and Cleveland had all three of those. Every other position, the Bengals had the edge, <laughs> but. But when it comes to just straight up running the ball and then stopping the run, Cleveland Cleveland's got it. Yeah, uh, I mean Miles Garrett was out there toying with guys. Oh yeah, he was crossover a little dance between yeah. the legs, and then he just like he did that move, and they just broke through. It was instantly the timing in the back was through. crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, good. he really pulled like an Allen Iverson like like crossover <laughs> move right in front of that O lineman's face. It was and then it instantly got into the. <laughs> Just really embarrassing. I I don't know what else to say about that. Um, but Miles Garrett is primed for a great season with with that. Oh with that yeah. Line now. I oh mean, yeah. The Cleveland defense they they got the guys to to make it happen, and Miles Garrett can do Miles Garrett things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do we feel about Jaguars versus Colts in a thirty-one to twenty-one Jacksonville dub? I mean, pretty expected. Calvin Ridley's looking nice. Calvin he Ridley absolutely is. Crazy game. 101 mm -hmm. yards on eight receptions and a touchdown. That's mm -hmm. that's pretty much exactly what uh what you think what you thought Calvin Ridley was gonna do. Coming yeah. Trevor Lawrence is looking really good too. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence looked great. 
Um, okay. He did have an interception, but I believe it was a like off of a pass deflection. Oh, it, yeah, it literally like it was like a it was like a flat, and then it, Tank Bigsby like jumped up in like in like a weird way, and it just bounced off of him, and then like went straight to the defender. Mm. It was like the defender was like five yards away too. It was like the craziest bounce. <laughs> I was like, oh, um, look what I found. Yeah, no, uh, it was a hundred. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> it, even even worse than the Brian Branch one because like Brian Branch was in a great position, yeah. like the, mm-hmm. to like make the tackle, and then like the ball just went right there the defender was like he was like um, the tank baby was gonna get a couple yards before that defender hit him and he was just like oh here's a ball coming straight for me cool <laughs> yeah. um real unfortunate but yeah. i mean trevor lawrence looked really good he did. uh he, did. he had to go on a game-winning drive to to clutch this game out and so it was uh it was a really good performance from the jaguars overall yeah colt's defense um, looked great though yeah, they did. Uh, DeForest Buckner had seven tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, a fumble recovery, and a touchdown. Um, if you saw the game, it was a pretty incredible play. Pretty crazy um, play where no one knew what was happening. And DeForest yeah. was like, I'm going to keep running until, yeah. until this whistle sounds. Yeah, the refs, didn't, the refs didn't whistle anything. And I think to some of the players on the field and to me watching it, I thought it was an incomplete pass. Mm-hmm. Um, but it turned out to be a fumble and DeForest Buckner yeah. took it. Zay um, Jones was literally holding the ball afterwards. Yeah. And then like, just a random... Jack's player was like, uh, like a Colts player just kind of slapped it out, like nonchalantly. The Colts player didn't even think yeah. that the play was actually still going on. With like, but yeah, Josh Allen of the Jacksonville Jaguars had an incredible game. He had ten tackles, three sacks, three tackle for losses. He had a lot of Dude. pressure on the quarterback. At least one Josh Allen did good this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, um, I uh, so wild. Although rookie quarterbacks this week, Anthony Richardson had probably the best performance out of any of them, in my opinion. Uh, He went 24 for 37, 223 rushing yards, a touchdown and an interception, and he had 40 rushing yards and a a touchdown, a rushing touchdown. Um, So Anthony Richardson uh, was honestly, to me, he looked like the most competent uh, rookie quarterback out there this week. Just his poise... The way the ball comes out is just like it just looks go so good every time you see it. Like I don't I don't get bored of the way he throws mm-hmm. the ball. It looks very natural to him, and um, he looks like way more comfortable than I thought he would just coming out the gate. And I uh, Anthony Richardson is only twenty years old. Yeah. So like he's, he's he has so much development he can do. He's gonna. I, I, I'm fully on the Anthony Richardson bandwagon now. I, I <laughs> That's fair. I think he's going to be really good. Yeah. If the if the Colts get their bullshit together as a franchise, then I can see incredible things for Anthony Richardson. If not, free free my boy is all I got to <laughs> say. I'm, yeah, I'm just going to mention as well. If Jonathan Taylor plays that game with the Colts... They, they have a pretty good shot. Yeah, they have a pretty good shot at, at that game. I mean, on, only down by 10... I mean, the top leader or top rushing leader was Deion Jackson, right? 14 rush yards? Uh, I don't know if he was the leading rusher. I put him here because he has 13 carries. So it. Or it leading, just... leading back, at least. Like yeah, he mo- yeah. He had the most opportunities, mo- most touches as a back. Yeah, um, Anthony Richardson. And he, had, he fumbled twice, Deion Jackson Ooh. did. So, yeah, so put Jonathan Taylor in there. That's yeah. a completely different game. Completely yeah. different game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just need to get their shit together. Yeah, they really do. 
Um, shout out to Zay Jones, who had 55 receiving yards on five receptions and a pretty sick ass touchdown. Um, yeah. Trayvon Walker did really good. Six tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss. Um, and we can't forget about Jamal Agnew, mm-hmm. uh, first team all pro special teamer. He uh, had a punt return for about 48 yards, which put the Jags in a pretty prime field goal position to. Uh, which I believe is what their touchdown drive ended up being from. So it was uh, it was a g- great play from Jamal Agnew. He like he I think everyone thought he was gonna go to his left, and then when he caught the ball, he I bet he read how everyone was seeing it. So he was like, "All right, I'm just gonna like <laughs> plant my foot and go the other way." And by God, he went the other way and got around <laughs> everyone. So yeah. it was I Jamal Agnew. If you don't know the name, you're a casual and get educated. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was that game. Pretty good, pretty good game. Um, Buccaneers versus Vikings, though, was not that. No, not as interesting. Not as interesting. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the Buccaneers over, overperformed what people thought. Um, like their defense, I mean, their defense is still great. Uh, still a pretty good defense. That That's the same, pretty much the same core defense that brought them to the Super Bowl two mm-hmm. years ago. Um. They and, they still have a really good rushing defense for sure. Yeah, um, and I mean some of their safeties and corners showed out. I mean Carlton Davis, he's he's solid in his own right. Um, mm-hmm. Antoine Winfield, he's still solid. He's still in the box, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had yeah, eight yeah. tackles, a sack, a fumble recovery, and a pass deflection. Yeah. So I mean they're still gonna make plays. Um, and the Vikings suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I knew they were gonna be bad. Mm-hmm. I did not think they were going to be lose to the Buccaneers bad. Yeah. I need to read off some more stats to you guys just to get this game across. Tampa Bay had 242 total yards. Minnesota had 369 total yards. The, the Vikings had more yards. Hold on, hold on. Let's, let's look a little bit deeper. Passing yards, Tampa Bay, 169. Passing yards, Minnesota, 328 passing yards. So, like huge discrepancy there you might wonder if the vikings were leading in all of these in all of these stats what happened well minnesota uh had three turnovers to tampa bay's zero you can't lose the turnover battle that bad yeah. and and yeah win easily i believe they all came from kirk cousins <laughs> uh he had two fumbles well he had an interception in the red zone he had a fumble in the red zone and i think his other fumble was also in the red zone no way yeah <laughs> i i d- don't quote me on that that could be misinformation but i know kirk cousins did not he did not close out the, those drives the way that he he should have. He left a lot of points on the board. Um, Justin Jefferson had 150 yards on nine receptions. Only 12 yards in the whole second half, though. Yeah. Insane. They, 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 they figured out how to shut him down in the second half. You know, it's so funny because that reminds me of that Tyreek Hill game against the Buccaneers. I don't know if you, if you remember that, but it was... Tyreek Hill also was torching the the Buccaneers and after halftime they readjusted he got like nothing maybe mm-hmm. like he, I don't I don't know how many yards after that but it it just reminds me of of that discrepancy but I mean Justin Jefferson is still like you know him mm-hmm. and so you got to you got to go for 132 yards or whatever it was in a first half somehow um and on the on the other side of the field 
Baker Mayfield had 21 for 34, 173 yards and two touchdowns. I before the show, spoiler alert, we're doing um we're doing weekly awards after this section, just highlighting some some of the star players from this week. Mm-hmm. And one of the categories is clutch. And I was trying to figure out who it could be. There we we all agree on on the guy, but I was trying to see if I could come up with some like sleeper pick or something and i was like you know baker mayfield this man did not get off baker mayfield's pick bro proven he, winner proven he, winner he, 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 he was doing tricks on it he was like he was like i mean look at this slant route that he completed like on the, on the flat route that he completed with okay. three minutes left whoa 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 listen all i gotta say is that baker like, mayfield looking at the, the play breakdown it was like baker mayfield he was like look at this baker mayfield baker mayfield and it was like baker mayfield short pass baker mayfield short pass short pass short pass <laughs> okay they be, yard run they'd be defining short short passes as like 11 yards that's not like that short but anyways the it's it's the the moment in the game that i was so concerned about because what happened was on the scoring drive that they ended up going up 20 to 17 which was the final score um you know baker mayfield led a pretty good drive to get to that point the vikings then went three and out punted with like three minutes to go or something like that and the Buccaneers just wasted all the time. And uh, at two minutes, Baker Mayfield threw an 11-yard pass to Chris Godwin to basically seal the game. And so that was, I mean, like, I'm not going to say that, like, Baker Mayfield is even going to be good, like, this year. But I do, I'm going to give my boy props for, props for... <laughs> Drew, Drew has been on the, on the Baker Mayfield. Game-managing... A dub is he all I'm saying. He's been on the bandwagon since Baker got drafted, and he yeah. refuses to get off that bandwagon. Yeah, it's it's a little embarrassing at this point. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like Baker Mayfield. He's an OU boy. He refuses to acknowledge that it was a bust. Yeah, he refuses I, I, to acknowledge a bad take. <laughs> I I think all all I'm saying is like I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing what he's putting down. Like <clears throat> with with weapons like Chris Godwin's and Mike Evans, who had. 66 yards on six receptions and a touchdown like those are good weapons that i think that baker mayfield or that that i think can get the best out of baker mayfield and so like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna sit here and say that like the the buccaneers are gonna finish above fourth place in the division but i mean like seeing seeing baker mayfield get some scrappy wins out there in the meantime like i think that's pretty exciting i, don't know, I will say after after these games i i can't see the, the buccaneers not getting fourth i can see them getting third i can see the panthers getting last yeah the panthers i think they take the bucks over the panthers i i, I, I can see either one I, I was it's at least closer than I thought. Yeah, I definitely had the bucks a lot lower, but I mean they 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 can at least do something out there. So, but speaking of the NFC South and Dubs, uh, <laughs> my New Orleans Saints uh, beat the Tennessee Titans fifteen to sixteen in just a shootout of field goals. <laughs> uh, you know it was it was a pretty ugly game. Um, you know both the offenses were underwhelming and not that efficient yeah it makes it's sense. just that tennessee was worse <laughs> tennessee tennessee had ryan Tannehill throwing the ball who threw three interceptions not all of them were his fault completely i mean he threw a jump ball from deandre hopkins and uh defensive player of the year uh marshawn Lattimore, <laughs> and Lattimore just lost him i mean it's it happens 
but um yeah uh let's see uh it was it was as a saints fan it wasn't like anything too exciting right it was yeah. just kind of like a well at least we got a win yeah um, it's nice to see a win on the first yeah league. yeah we got the win and t- tennessee's one of the hardest opponents for new orleans so yeah. The fact that we got that one, I was like, hey, that's I'll take it. Um, so one of those other scrappy wins where yeah. you just thankful you get it because mm-hmm. it's so close. Yeah. Andy Dalton would not have won that game for us. <laughs> that, that's what I'm going to say. Uh, but yeah, we had some Saints had some issues on the offensive line. Trevor Pinning is awful. Trevor mm-hmm. Pinning needs to get cut. He allowed, uh, you know who got the most um, pressures? In the like last week, the most pressures last week on the QB, it was uh oh what's his name? What? Why am I blanking on his name? Oh uh Autry? No 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 um Arden Key. Oh Arden Key. Arden Key got the most pressures on a quarterback last week more than anyone. Arden Key was on the Tennessee team on the Tennessee line, and Trevor Penning was like his responsibility. Mm. Like he was the Trevor Penning's responsibility the whole time. Basically, basically Arden Key cooked Trevor Penning the entire game. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Arden Key cooked Trevor Penning, and it wasn't even like Jeffrey Simmons that cooked him. It was Arden Key. Like no, no hate on him, but like he's no <laughs> Jeffrey Simmons, and he just cooked Trevor Penning the whole time. Like that, I I don't know. Trevor Penning's looking like a bust right now, and sad to say. You hate to see. And then it. Peyton Turner went out with an injury. So not the best result. Um, Chris Olave looked great though. Our receivers looked great. Michael Thomas looked great. Shahid he had a fumble on the first on the kickoff return, opening kickoff return. But other than that, he looked pretty good. Um, yeah, I the defense looked good. Saints defense, you know, I it's 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 a win. It's a win. <laughs> yeah. And the Titans look very inefficient, and I don't think Tannehill is going to be the starter by the end of the season. Yeah, I you wonder who they go with after that. Like I, I think I think at some point you put Will Levison and you just you just love Will. Maybe maybe once they're like officially eliminated from the playoffs they do that, but like I think you let Levis get a shot. He is like he is like a younger Ryan Tannehill, basically. <laughs> what's what's the Titans schedule? I'm gonna look at the Titans schedule and see what see what they're looking like. Because if they if they start off on like a streak of just just like they end up like 0 and five then I can see Will Levis getting a start, or at least, like, something. Ryan Tannehill's the yeah. future jet. <laughs> <laughs> that's the no veteran way. quarterback that they need. Oh, oh that's oh. so funny. And uh, the uh, the Titans, only 2 for 12 from third down in this game. That's pretty god-awful, if you ask me. Yeah, I was looking at the, the stats for this game, and they were looking basically the exact same um and in a 15 to 16 uh gritty win that's to be expected but uh i uh i looked at the third down efficiency and there it was a pretty uh stark difference there Mm -hmm. crazy crazy uh fact here derrick henry did not play a single third down Tajay Spears, Spears was in for every single third down. What? And like Tajay Spears looked good. Like I, I see what they're trying to do with him. Like that's a great one-two punch that they could uh, develop. But like Derrick Henry, fifteen carries. Like what are you doing? You have Derrick Henry. Yeah. And you were two for twelve on third down. I feel like if you give some of those to Derrick Henry, like Tajay Spears looked great though. He he did look good. That's good to see. Also, Tennessee's next three games are against the Chargers, Browns, and Bengals. And then the Colts, which that, that one could go either way. Yeah. And then the Ravens. 
So Chargers Browns Bengals is rough. Chargers yeah, Browns Bengals Ravens. They could start more out of the name. <laughs> they could start zero and six honestly, and then yeah. the bye week comes in week seven. If by the bye week they haven't won a game, I think I think it's well at this time. Yeah, yeah. And if you're not, you're you're you just don't care about like developing players or anything mm-hmm. like that. Seeing what you got, trying mm-hmm. to be competitive. I don't know, but it is Mike Vrabel. You know, he always finds a way to to drag yeah. his team to at least like seven yeah. wins. So he'll he'll figure out something. All right, this next game. 49ers versus Steelers in a 30-7 blowout win for the 49ers. Yeah, I have very limited, limited things to say about this one. I, yeah. Most people I, were expecting a win, just not this much of a win. <laughs> yeah, I will say I was a little disappointed in the uh, the Steelers on this one. Um, I didn't really catch much of this game either. I saw, like, maybe also the first quarter of this one as well. And when I saw the final score, I was like, damn, like... I guess I was expecting a little bit more. I wasn't expecting them to get a dub. Well, did I pick, did I end up picking them? I don't know. I think I changed my pick to the 49ers, but I did have the Steelers at first winning this game. Um, but I was like, nah, the 49ers are too good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess you want to see a little bit more out of what they have because they got good receivers and Najee Harris really sh- still hasn't like shown us too much yeah after that great rookie season yeah uh, i was hoping for a bounce back year same i mean um, against this against this yeah line i don't think we can say too much against about the steelers right now they're still so young and they're playing against one of the best defenses in the league. yeah Yeah. Um, i i was a little bit upset to see this performance mm -hmm. just because like well, first of all, seeing a team lose that badly to the 49ers just makes me want to throw up. Um, and so, you know, after, you know, kind of talking up the Steelers, getting like a little bit caught up in that Steelers hype towards the end of the preseason, not, I wasn't expecting, I wasn't expecting, you know, the Steelers to win at all, but I was expecting, I mean, let like let me look at these the stats for Brock Purdy. Nineteen for twenty nine, two hundred twenty yards, two touchdowns. Like he looked, like he looked good. Like I hate to, he I hate like to say, it. I hate to admit it, but he, yeah, it, and it's <laughs> a good system for him. He, a serviceable system. Yeah, he was like standing in the pockets, making good throws. Like they were probably like schemed up well because that's just how like Kyle Shanahan does his thing. But, but you like, also you got to give him some credit because it's, yeah. it's hard to do that and even even with the weapons that he's got. I mean, Brandon Ayuk went off. Brandon he he cooked me in one of my fantasy leagues, bro. Their, their connection is crazy. I I did not expect Brandon Ayuk and Brock Purdy to have that much of a connection, but like Brandon Ayuk is Brock Purdy's safety blanket. Yeah, 129 yards on eight receptions and two touchdowns is pretty fucking mm-hmm. insane. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had an all-time game, 152 rushing yards and he a touchdown. I don't efficiency is crazy. I don't have his uh, his receiving numbers in front of me, but I'm sure those are pretty Christian McCaffrey like. Um, and on the defensive side of the ball, Fred Warner was really good. Telano Hufunga was really good. Um, and Drake Jackson, I, I'm not too familiar with his game, but he had three tackles, three sacks, and two tackle for losses, and he put a lot of pressure on the quarterback. So, great performance. Uh, he was one of my, uh, the dudes I was thinking about for, for defensive player of the week. So, Drake Jackson? Um, yeah. Mm. 
And so, great game from him. Oh, and other defensive player of the weeks, TJ Watt. Five tackles, three sacks, a tackle for loss, a pass deflection, a fumble recovery, and five QB hits. So he was in the backfield a lot. Um, and yeah. And oh, also Patrick Peterson, a sneaky two pass deflections. I remember watching the game and seeing like both of them. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like Patrick Peterson, okay. Like, <laughs> he's not washed. Apparently he's not okay. Apparently he, uh, uh, apparently like, uh, or at least, um, Brock Purdy got a good got a good dime on him uh, and mm. scored the last touchdown. I think, oh, I think it was I against Patrick Peterson. And Patrick Peterson before the game, he was talking about Purdy and he was like, "Oh yeah, Purdy has a tail. I'm gonna get a pick this game." And mm. then Purdy threw a touchdown like, on <laughs> That's Patrick tough. Peterson. And yeah, no, that that should kill me. Never mind. I I, I have <laughs> not seen his his pass coverage reps. I did I did literally see both of the pass deflections live. So that might have colored my mm-hmm. my perspective a little bit. Um, but uh, moving on to the next game, Cardinals versus Commanders. Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> not really a really good game at all. I remember like paying attention to this throughout the day and seeing that like the Cardinals were winning, question mark? What the fuck is going on? And then and then the Commanders ended up winning, and I was like, all right. Um, you know, there are there were a couple of standouts in this game, like Montez Sweat for the Commanders had five tackles, one and a half sacks, two tackle for losses. Um, Jonathan Allen had three tackles, a sack, a ta- two tackle for losses. Uh, Josh Dobbs... Went 21 for 30. Josh Dobbs, the confirmed week two starter for the Cardinals yeah. as well. <laughs> Josh Dobbs' season continues. Um, oh, he but he had two fumbles, so. Uh, <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't, matter. doesn't matter. You know, we can give, starter. We can give him some time. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, the only thing that really I really get from this is I'm in, I'm interested to see how Sam Howell does, like how he develops. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you you would think this is like after all the hype. You'd think this is be this would be a prime opportunity to be like, here's me, here's what I can do against this awful secondary with like great weapons. We're all at peak health and stuff like that. But I don't know, thirteen for thirty one, just or nineteen for thirty one, just a little bit underwhelming, yeah. and an interception or fumble on top of that. You want you want to do a little bit better than that. But I mean, Commander still get the dub. Oh, Curtis Samuel though was their leading receiver. I guess he uh, <laughs> crazy. I, I was looking back at Curtis Samuel's, like, fantasy stats after, after because that's who we were talking about, right? Like, the other day, the uh, he had, like, a crazy, like, couple of... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was the first three games of the season where he was, where he was, like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, he had, like, 20 points the first game, like, 15 the second. Like, it was, for Curtis Samuel, it was just something... I had him in my leagues last year, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Washington gets the dub here, uh, is trying to compete for the division now, so. We'll see how long it goes, or less. <laughs> um, oh, no. now we got Texans versus Ravens. Other, uh, uh, kind of expected, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, it was a little bit closer than this box score kind of gives it credit for. The Texans were low-key, like, in the game- until eventually the the um, Baltimore ended up pulling away. Um, unfortunately, J.K. Dobbins tore his Achilles in this game that's after getting a touchdown, though. So that's the biggest story from the game is J.K. Dobbins out with the Achilles. Yeah. I mean, 
God, he's been battling injuries his whole career. Yeah. And you, you hate to see it. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate to see from a really good talent. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was... I don't know if it was just because, like, they didn't have like uh mark andrews in the game i don't know i don't know what it was maybe that texans defense is a little bit better than we give it credit for yes it does yeah um but uh lamar jackson did not uh he did not have the type of game that i thought he was gonna have against the you know the houston texans yeah. who, mm-hmm. i thought he was gonna i thought this was gonna be his welcome back where like he's sh- he's showing everyone and like you know destroying all the narratives but mm-hmm. uh he went 17 for 22 for 169 yards and an interception um and he had 38 rushing yards on six carries and a fumble so not really like i don't know like not that good <laughs> um <laughs> yeah i, I was know. a little i was disappointed yeah, oh, I, was the, yeah. I mean it's a brand new ravens offense though i mean they have a whole new yeah. offensive coordinator new weapons new like it is like a whole new receiving yeah. core Zay Flowers look good. He did. Yeah, he had 78 yards on nine receptions. So maybe, maybe they just need to get more affiliated with one another. Everyone needs to get more familiar with the system. Who knows what the offensive coordinator's doing over there. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll see as time goes on. Um, definitely not the Ravens you would hope to see, but who knows? Who knows? It's, it's, it's early still. Yeah. And you still get the dubs, I mean, yeah. at the end of the day. And that defense That's all good. we're looking for. Yeah. yeah. By Roquan Smith. 16 tackles, a sack. Two tackle for losses. Yeah. Crazy. Patrick Queen, not far behind him, with 11 tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss, and a pass deflection. Mm -hmm. So, that, uh, those Ravens linebackers are a pretty good group. And so, they, uh, they made all the right decisions when it came to trading for Roquan Smith, uh, picking Patrick Queen. It, It just feels like all of their draft picks, they just go for, like, like fast, like rangy dudes who can get to the quarterback and like just be all over the field for Did that. Did Smith was a draft pick? I'm, I was talking about Patrick Queen oh, specifically, okay. <laughs> but I'm also talking about like how they always be picking like defensive line uh, mm-hmm. in the in the first round as well. Like they had a, um, I forget the I forget his name because I also get him mixed up with someone who's on the the Giants, but. Someone who starts with an O. Owe? Is that his name? Or is he the is he the giant? I think I think that's the Raven. Yeah, Owe is good. Um and he, he made some good plays as well. Um and uh yeah that I mean that Ravens team, Marlon Humphrey is supposed to return next week. Oh so. that'll be a good addition for next week. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe maybe that's just another piece to make it even see. And they're without uh, Mark Andrews as well still. For sure. next week. Oh, he's coming back next week. Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I don't know either. <laughs> I did say he's out like top, right now. Top reporting here. <laughs> For the sake of my according my sources, sources say maybe <laughs> it's a possibility. No, but I'm just saying like they're without Mark Andrews, but like when they do get him back, like yeah, that's true. I mean, that that is Lamar's safety blanket. So maybe that's what he was missing this game. He's I think so. Completely yeah. new people. Yeah, you know, so. I think so. And, like, someone like Zay Flowers, who had a very good game, he's not really, like, the type of receiver that, like, you're trying to get, like, safe, like, completions to. You're, he's the type of guy who you want to use to attack, like, the intermediate and, like, deep areas of the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, like, OBJ, who could have been that guy, he only had 37 yards on two receptions. Um, so whether that was, like, injury-related, whether that was, like, performance-wise, I don't know what happened there. But that, like, kind of, like, short 
to intermediate area where like Mark Andrews makes his money in. I could have seen OBJ used in that same role, but it it I mean they still got the they still got the dub. It's just something that they're gonna have to look at going forward yeah. and figuring out how they can use these guys better. Um, but for the Texans, uh, there were a couple of you know standout performances. Uh, shout out to my boy Robert Woods. Um, he was making a lot of crazy third down catches. I I couldn't believe it. He had 57 yards on six receptions, was which wasn't that good, but it was the third down conversions and the fact that hey Robert Woods, my guy, still in the league and still making good plays. Um, Nico Collins had 80 yards and six rece- receptions, um, and C.J. Stroud. 28 for 44 they made him throw 44 times in his nfl (laughs) debut man that's kind of that's tough man uh he had 242 yards um and apparently he had a reception so don't know where that came from but i guess he had one um and so i thought cj stroud in this game i don't know he didn't look that that good like it, it it was also the same thing with like bryce young where like First game in, you know, not great receivers. I mean, like, love me some Robert Woods, but, you know, he's not, like, he's not the guy that you're going to look for, especially Mm -hmm. at this stage in his career. And he just doesn't have much help around him. Um, That Ravens front played Damian Pierce really good. He only had 38 yards on the ground. And so it was, CJ Stroud was really trying to do most of it himself. And he he just couldn't do it because that Ravens team is really good and he doesn't really have the experience for it. Um, but I'll be looking forward to see CJ Stroud more in the future for sure. Yeah, very similar to Bryce Young. You know, we'll see we'll see what happens. Um, hopefully, they can get some weapons around them sometime or yeah. get on a better team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, kind of shout out Will Anderson Next. real quick. Uh, six tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss. Pretty good game from the from the rookie. Maybe third round pick. He's showing up. Uh, but this this next game. This oh one, yeah, no, not the this one. Packers versus Bears. <laughs> I, I tried telling y'all last time. I tried telling y'all the Bears were getting overhyped, and look, the Vikings lost too, but they didn't lose like this. This was. Hey, Jordan Love's that guy. Like that. What can I say? Jordan Love is not Jordan that guy. is the, <laughs> the most Bears. system quarterback ass quarterback I've seen in a long and time. And the Bears were the number one pick last year before they traded it away. They the Bears were the worst team in the league last year. They did not get that much better. They didn't. They didn't. They added DJ Moore, and then their defense is still just as bad. Yeah. Their defense is one of the worst in the league. I'm not trying to be a Bears hater. I love Justin Fields. I love DJ Moore. This is this should have been expected. I okay. I, everyone, everyone bought into the hope, the hopium. Everyone <laughs> in the hopium. It's valid because yeah. it's an exciting team. But yeah, no, I definitely had the Bears winning this game. I can't. Remember. I did too. I, I can't. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> hey, what are you? What are you getting on our asses for? We all, hey, we all got all, this all motherfuckers had and had the Vikings above or had the the Bears in second place in the division. And after they're watching, five right now. And <laughs> after watching that game, they are they are losing the division. They're gonna be last. Uh, they're gonna be last in the division. I I don't, I at least had them third. <laughs> this is this is what I'll say about both the Packers and the Bears. So I'll start off with the Packers and I'll say that their offensive line, one of the best in the league, man. They 
I don't think they gave up a single pressure for Jordan Love this game. Um, and, like, Aaron Jones and... Jordan Love did get sacked, I think, a couple times. Oh, did he? Never mind. I'm just lying. <laughs> but that, that offensive line was really good. Aaron Jones had a monster game. He did. Um, and, like, I... Keeping Jordan Love safe for the most part, getting your running game really good, that's, like... And that's playing, hard to ignore. And playing one of the worst defenses. It's kind yeah. of easy to, to, I guess, get those systems started. My thing was that, you know, Jordan Love, this is about, like, what I expected, I guess. Like, 200, or, hold on, I'm looking at the, like, 245 yards. Three touchdowns is more than I would have given him. But, I mean, like, the way that he operated that uh, Mike LaFleur offense was pretty much exactly what he probably had been trained to do since he got drafted. So he did that pretty okay. It didn't feel like that he was able to do anything outside of that. Um, but uh, Justin... Oh, and I guess while we're talking about the Packers, um, their defense showed up. Oh, the Packers' uh, defense looks amazing. Quay yeah. Walker did amazing. He had a great game. He had a uh, touchdown off of a uh, pick it was a pick six mm -hmm. and you know they they looked good they they stopped anything the the, the bears threw at them yeah shout Justin out to fields couldn't do anything really shout out to darnell savage and Devontae wyatt who had some pretty good stat mm -hmm. lines um and i guess now i have to talk about my golden boy justin fields man it was it was rough to watch i'll say that yeah his defense you can't you can't let just uh, Jordan Love scored three touchdowns on your defense and expect to win. Um, yeah. You you got to give him time in the pocket, and that Bears O-line is like, not good. it's not very good. And his receivers... Listen, it's, it's just a little bit frustrating to see from Fields because, like, the steps that I thought that he was going to make... It didn't really seem like that was there. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to see something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I I didn't even, like, see, like, a glimmer that I was hoping from mm -hmm. Justin Fields. And It's true. You're watching that back, and you're like, this isn't this isn't the guy that we saw at the end of last season who was, like, yeah. lighting up defenses and, like, was was a great runner and everything. He, he had a couple good runs still, Fields did, but, like, it wasn't, like, game-changing stuff. Yeah. Um... I don't know. You, you would hope the, the connection with DJ Moore would be there a little bit more, but DJ Moore didn't see the ball until, like, I think he, I think he was, like, almost into the second quarter, and he got, like, three receptions, was it? Three? He got two, two. total. Two stuff. receptions. So, more like yeah. DJ less. <laughs> uh, DJ but, take the under. <laughs> no. Um... So whether that's whether that's a bad connection or whether that's Jair, Jair, Jair Alexander just shutting him down, could um, be. You know, you're hoping to see him a little bit more involved, maybe get some design some plays to get him the ball because I mean he's great after the catch. That's 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 one of the places that he's that he thrives, is uh, is yak. So trying to get him involved a little bit more like that would would have been a great way to, you know, maybe get some sort of spark on that offense and get something going. But they yeah. they just the Packers defense shut everything down and the Bears defense just let everything through. And yeah, defense wins it. Defense wins games. Yeah. Roshan Johnson looked pretty good. Um he did, didn't um, really have many carries, but yeah, he, he also had the he was more he in led the, end. the team in receptions, actually. 
Um, so that was interesting. But, I mean, he he looked great with the ball in his hands. Yeah, he didn't look good. Gotta say. Roshan Johnson was behind Bijan at uh, Texas. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And he, had, he, he looks good. He looks good. But I mean, you're behind Bijan Robinson, so he can't really do too much. But yeah, Bears might have got a little, a little, a little gym in there. I think, yeah. I think he was like in the third round or something like that, third or fourth. Uh, something like that. Yeah, he was. He was not a. He was not a late pick, but he definitely. Uh, I don't think people are. I don't. I still don't know if people know the name Roshan Johnson yeah, out yeah. there. So, and I think he'll he'll at least be known. I think yeah. in a couple of years he at least will be known. I think I think by the end of this season he might be yeah. known if if anything because they have a good backfield with uh, Khalil Herbert and uh, Dante Foreman oh, who yeah, had a who had a pretty good run at some point in the in the game. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Roshan Johnson could even take that that number one spot because I don't feel like Khalil Herbert. I don't know. He he didn't really do much to inspire me this game watching him. So, um, Raiders Broncos. I mean, Broncos looked bad. What else? Can, what else? Can Raiders. Oh, yeah. They they both looked bad. It was a slugfest of bad proportions. Very similar to the Saints Titans, where same score, right? No, there was a uh, one point less in the Saints Titans for both ah, both teams. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, this team, this was also, when I was looking at the stats, literally, like, exact same stats for both teams. And so, I was like, okay, literally, how, what happened here? Mm -hmm. How did, how did the Raiders win? I think it was literally just that they had the ball last. Um, (laughs) their last, their last scoring drop, or no, no, no. Oh, no, actually, just kidding. This is, this is what I wrote down. The Broncos' last scoring drive made it to the Las Vegas Five, and they kicked a field goal to go up six. And that's why they lost. Because they all had the same amount of yards, the same amount of chances, but it was the cowardice on the goal line (laughs) to not go for the touchdown that allowed the Raiders to go up by one point. And that's exactly what happened. Um, What about Russell Wilson not going for it? Uh, for the <laughs> or, he, I guess it was not a, giving it to your to your not to your running back, to your star yeah. running back. But, which, I don't know if Javante Williams can consider a star running back anymore. He's yeah. very talented, just you know, suffered some injuries and just not the same player he was at his prime. I guess like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. It was uh, it's it's the Broncos and Raiders. Yeah, there's not much to say when it comes to them. Yeah. Jimmy G. Very Jimmy G stats and very Jimmy G. Game. The most Jimmy G.S. stat line I think you could ever see. 20 for 36, 200 yards, two touchdowns, and of course, an interception. interception. <laughs> oh, we got to shout out uh, Jacoby Myers, though, yes, on this game. Have a good game. 81 yards on nine receptions and two touchdowns. Pretty impressive touchdowns, I might add. Um, really sad to see him get injured though i think mm-hmm. it's a it was a season ending injury i believe it was a season ending are you waiting what Joey myers i'm pretty sure unless, yeah unless i'm tr- unless i'm thinking of someone else um i'm gonna fact check myself real quick just to make sure yeah absolutely go for it it was um i i heard about that after the game i remember watching the game and seeing like 16 ca- constantly catch these balls and then being like oh shit that's jacoby myers and so I thought it was, uh, I I think it was Jacoby Myers who had the big meme about, like, not ever catching a touchdown pass, despite being so close all the time. And in this week one on a new team, he he caught two of them. So that was pretty sick. He's in concussion protocol, so maybe, maybe he's not in oh. the season. So 
Okay, cool. So he'll be, he'll be back. Yeah. Apparently it was just a, apparently it was just a scary hit. Mm. Um, that's good to hear. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'll shout out more Raiders real quick. Max Crosby with five tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss. Uh, Divine Diablo had nine tackles, a tackle for loss, and a pass deflection. I just wanted to shout him out because he has a cool name. Who doesn't? Who doesn't love Divine Diablo? <laughs> I know, right? Um, and some Broncos. Lil Jordan Humphrey caught a touchdown. Lil Jordan pass. Humphrey yeah. is, a, is a Bronco now. That's crazy. Former Saint. Uh, uh, Sean Payton does love to steal our third and second <laughs> fingers. So yeah. Uh, and Patrick Sertan had two tackles and three pass deflections. So good game from him. Uh, let's see. Next up on the docket, Eagles. Oh, Patriots. we got Eagles versus Eagles Patriots. Patriots. Okay, I gotta say something about this game. Speak 25 to 20 Philadelphia dub. It was a really close game. These teams match up pretty well against each other. Last night when I was writing the outline for the podcast and writing down a bunch of players' stats, uh, I saw Mac Jones threw the ball 54 times for 316 yards <laughs> and three touchdowns. And I immediately stopped myself and I was like, I need to see what the fuck happened. <laughs> Matt Jones throwing 54 times is a little bit insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And it ended up being, like, one of my more favorite games from this week. Um, the Patriots looked way better than I gave them credit for. Mac Jones in a new offense with Matt Patricia. or Oh, no, no, no. Matt Patricia was the offensive coordinator last season that he had pretty big beef with. And now he's also, he, their offensive coordinator is another, like, former Patriot guy who's now back with them. Don't remember who exactly it is, but he looks much more comfortable, Mac Jones does. So, I don't know what he's going to look like the rest of the season, but maybe, he, maybe he'll look like something. Okay. Um, to duke it out with the Eagles defense, I mean. Yeah, yeah he did. Um, to keep it a pretty, like, one-score game, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's pretty good, yeah, I mean. The Patriots defense looks good and they have a great they have a great core. I mean, people like uh, Christian Gonzalez and Matt Judon. I mean, I mean that's that's great. Christian Gonzalez showed out in his first game. He's I uh, shouted him out last episode because I love yeah. him. He's one of my favorite rookies on the defensive side. Um, and he had a great game. Uh so I mean if if Mac Jones can like figure it out, I mean they have a great running room as well. They always have a great running back room. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if Mac Jones can figure it out, this this Patriots offense can they can do something. It, uh, I believe I also said this, but they're the type of team that will beat every bad team they come across, but they will probably lose to the teams with winning records at the end. So, And okay. now, maybe they're looking like maybe they'll steal one off of one of those kinds of teams. So, And they'll have plenty of opportunities going against one of the toughest schedules in the league. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so on the Eagles side of the ball, Jalen Hurts looked okay. Um, he had he went twenty two for thirty three, one hundred seventy passing yards and a touchdown. He had thirty seven yards on the ground. Um, Jalen Hurts, they that defense made him pretty uncomfortable in the pocket, and you got to give credit to Bill Belichick for shutting down a super weapon in Jalen Hurts mm -hmm. uh, to the best of their abilities. Um, AJ Brown had seventy nine yards and seven receptions. Devontae Smith also had seven receptions, but just for 47 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Darius Slay had three tackles, an interception, a pick six 
um, and three pass deflections. Darius Slay was all over the field uh, in this game. And Jalen Carter had... Yeah, he had a very good game as a rookie. Uh, I believe he had uh, one tackle, a sack, a tackle for loss, but he was in the backfield the whole game. Making... He was, he was uh, the, yeah, the stats don't do it justice if you watch it back. Yeah, he was, for sure. He was, he was definitely uh, causing pressures and getting involved a lot. And I mean, he's, he's, he's a force on that, on that Eagles defense. He's going to be, we're going to be seeing his name a lot this season. Yeah. And rightfully so. Makes sense. But yeah, no, Patriots defense looked good. Eagles looked about the same as they did last year. I mean, great team, uh, great weapons. So didn't mesh as well as you would hope on the first game if you're an Eagles fan. Yeah. But I mean, that could just be a testament to the Patriots defense and Bill Belichick. So I'm, yeah. I'm sure they'll, they'll pull it together and, uh, still be up there in the contention for the one seed in the NFC. Yeah. Absolutely. Next, uh, we have one of the games of the week, in Mm -hmm. my opinion. I mean, I think in everyone's opinion, honestly. Yeah. 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 This top three game of the week, I would say. Mm -hmm. Dolphins versus Chargers. An absolute shootout. Miami coming out with the dub, 36 to 34. Tua looks insane. Tua that Tua to, oh the, my God, the Tua to Tyreek connection looks beautiful. Yeah. Tyreek kills so fast. I feel like he's just wide open every time he gets the ball. And if he's not, he's like making some like crazy, like, I don't know, like playing my foot and I'm going around like mm-hmm. type of move where he'll just like catch and run across the sideline and just like. Yeah, no, it's the, their so connection good. was amazing, and uh, the Dolphins' offense is explosive and yeah. electric, and their defense looks good too. And uh, both both the both the uh, teams looked great. I mean, Chargers kept up with them the whole time, thirty four. Yeah. I mean, only two point game. In fact, the Chargers were up. Ba- like the the Dolphins did not play an offensive snap in the lead the entire game, and That's so yeah. yeah. Only until the very end was when they finally when they finally got on top there. So it was a pretty uh it was a very back and forth game. They just kept scoring touchdowns <laughs> on each other. Um Yeah. You know, people love the the Tua versus uh Justin Herbert debate. And I'm still I'm still team Herbert. Uh Tua is very talented, I think but I think he's just got a way better situation. Um put Herbert on that switch the quarterbacks. Miami still. Oh winning. man! Switch to quarterbacks. Miami is a winning it all. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just to shout out some stats here. I mean, Tua. I'm sure we've all seen it, but I just want to say it again. Uh, had 28 for 45 and 466 passing yards, leading and three uh, touchdowns. Leading, uh, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say leading passer. Uh, this in week one, yeah, more, more reception, more over a hundred more yards in the next time. Yeah, it's like by a very wide margin. Yeah, did anyone else? Uh, was anyone in the? Three no one was in the four. Uh, Matthew Zappa was in the. Oh, three. Matthew oh, yeah. Zappa, that's oh true. yeah. And I think a couple other people were in the three hundreds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no one was even within a hundred up to a. Yeah, absolutely insane game. The discrepancies for this game were not in the amount of yards, but how they got it. For example, for passing yards, Miami had 466. Uh, the Chargers only had 199. Whereas rush yards, Miami only had 70, but the Chargers had 
234, which is kind of crazy because Chargers are like known for how bad their their rushing was last year. Yeah, like they have a great back and Austin Eckler, one of the best in the league. But like they are they they continually were so bad last year. That's why they would lose games a lot. That they they were they would go up and get good leads, and then they would just like fumble it away at the end because their their rushing attack wasn't good enough to keep them in games and like kill time and stuff like that. Um. So it was it was always hard for them to keep leads, and that was I think their main struggle. And the fact that they're able to get two hundred over two hundred rushing yards in their first game, I think I think it's a I think it's a great sign for them. And because we already know they can have a, they can have a great passing attack with one of the best wide receiver trios in the league, mm-hmm. and Justin Herbert leading leading that. Um, and so yeah, I, I I don't know. I think it it is a promising sign for the Chargers. You know, Dolphins are going to be one of their hardest opponent yeah so you can't win them all but i i think it's a good sign i i like the Chargers still as uh oh, yeah. as wild cards so those passing and rushing yards ended up going to basically two players uh on the chargers the rushing yards went to austin eckler who had 117 of them he also had 76 yards in the air so absolutely uh complete performance from austin eckler mm-hmm. uh and joshua kelly at 91 of those rushing yards so that i don't know if josh kelly is gonna like continue that pace but i mean like i didn't know if they split carries 50 50 that's kind of crazy yeah they both had 16 carries so they um honestly like that if that double backfield is gonna keep working the way it is i do think the chargers are gonna be very scary especially if they're not going up against a, a defense in miami the way that uh they're so good. And if they're not having to keep up with Tyree Kill getting over 200 receiving yards and on uh, 11 receptions and two touchdowns. I mean, Tyree, he just, he was, he was explosive. He was, he was, yeah. he was electric. I, I, I don't remember how many times I've used that word to describe their offense. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's the best I can come up with because they're just, it's insane to watch how fast and how fast he is and how, how great he is at route running now yeah. as well. Uh, he relies. I think I, I read something recently where it shows. Um, it was like an interview with Tyreek where he said that he relies a lot more, or he he tries to rely not as much on the speed anymore. Because mm-hmm. he was like, I know that I could go out there and just outrun guys, but mm-hmm. he was like, I want to work on the technical side of things, and mm-hmm. it's showing. I mean, the first game, yeah. he was literally wide open every mm-hmm. reception. <laughs> yeah, no, he was he was able to just create separation yeah. so easily because if you combine that top end speed with the fact that he's able to like now have more crisp, like cleaner routes and stuff like yeah. he's he's a, he's an all-around weapon and i want to change my offensive player of the year candidate <laughs> basically that's what that's that's what this was leading up to is tyree kill is winning offensive player of the year uh um, I mean, yeah. jefferson still could have a very good set one yeah Tyree Kill is on pace for 3,600 yards. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 I gotta, I gotta cut that one short. I saw a bunch of people saying like, this person is on pace for this, this, yeah, that yeah. after week one. Like, what are we doing? Here? I know, <laughs> I know it's not. I know it's very not feasible. And like, not every game's gonna be like that. But 215 yards on the yeah, first game, like, that's like come on. Th- you you can take a game off and still be like, yeah. and still be on pace to like get like 2,000 yards. Yeah, he I wanted mean, he wanted to break 2,000 yards, which would be a record. Uh, yeah, he wanted to break 2,000 yards, and he can do that in 10 games. 
Like it's uh, yeah, he's he's an incredible talent, he and is. they have a wonderful coach in Mike McDaniel, who is really good at like scheming these guys open and mm-hmm. getting like good looks for Tua. Um, people people might call Tua like a system quarterback just because he can't throw very far, but it's just the like way that he's able to orchestrate the offense, putting the balls like right where they need to be, and having that like anticipation and timing with mm-hmm. his receivers that really like elevates Tua to the level of like being a great quarterback and not someone like like, who we maligned earlier, like, Brock Purdy, mm-hmm. or, like, uh, uh, Jordan Love, or something like that, where, like, like, Tua very clearly throws with, like, the anticipation and timing that you look for, for from a veteran QB, mm-hmm. and so, it, it was just an incredible performance from, from him, and... He's got that anticipation, he's got that timing, and he's got the accuracy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. No, he's definitely he's definitely a step above those like a typical system quarterback. He's yeah. he's a he's a franchise guy. And absolutely. And yeah, I think Dolphins look good. Dolphins. Every time I see four hundred sixty to six yards, I'm like, damn, bro. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's like Madden numbers, man. Yeah, it's like no, it so crazy. Uh before we move on from this absolute heater, just quick shout out to Jalen Waddle who had seventy eight yards on only four receptions. So he made a lot of usage of that. And also, it's just so... Cr- like, you must have, like, wet dreams about your offense if you're Mike McDaniel. Just being able to, like... You're telling me I can use Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in motion however I want and just do whatever? You want to know something crazy that I read? Yeah. Uh, on more than half the snaps yesterday, they weren't on the field at the same time. Whoa. Neither one of them or, like, neither of them. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Like, they're, they're, the Dolphins are finding ways to use... Like both of them individually and like huh, like yeah. in their own on their own and it was yeah it was crazy and they got some other good offensive weapons on the Raheem Moster I think looked really good in that game too yeah. and uh, he he can definitely carry the 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 running back room at least yeah uh, he was like finding separation he was like finding like good holes to run mm-hmm. through um, and shout out Braxton Berrios he had like this <laughs> yeah. crazy snag. Um, like going out of bounds at one point, I was like, "Damn!" But uh, I feel like Braxton Berrios is good for like a couple like highlight plays yeah, each year, yeah, and then yeah. that's about it. <laughs> and uh, he had forty-two yards on three receptions. So, but there were some pretty incredible receptions. Yeah. All righty, so my favorite right. game of the week, <laughs> we had this Rams versus Seahawks game in a thirty to thirteen dub. Man, Insane. I got so much to talk about here. I'm, I was about to say, like, <laughs> yeah. no, like if you know, it's so true. If I haven't already been talking a lot this this episode, but uh, man, I was so impressed with this Rams team going into Seattle is already a tough enough charge, and you know, I think I think any team who had certain expectations on them coming into this week one, I think the one that shattered them the most were the Rams. Matthew Stafford, 24 for 38 on 334 yards, was, I think, the second leading passer in week one. Um, He was fucking slinging it everywhere on the field. And I was... 
really worried about Cooper Cup not being in this game, especially with dudes like um, the the guys that they had in the secondary. I just was like, well, if Cooper Cup might struggle against one of those guys, now it's like Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell, who I love, and who I'm going to get to at some point in this tirade. But it, it was just... I was really worried about Matthew Stafford, how his health would affect his his throwing arm, and how if he would still be the same guy, he looked incredible. Honestly, he looked like he looked amazing. He was he was slinging it. He was um, slinging it. Puka Nakua had 119 yards on 10 receptions. Tutu Atwell had 119 yards as well on six receptions. I've never I. I, I've watched Tutu Atwell his whole career. I've not <laughs> seen him play the way he played. And I like I started turning around on Tutu Atwell a little bit. I was like, I was like, damn, like, cause he's he's he is just that fast. Like he looks he, he, incredible. He's, he's very fast. He he literally is like a Jalen Waddle light. Like he 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 looks great. Puka Nakua, I was talking him up the entire time and I had no idea he was going to look that good. He he had this crazy, like, corner pass from Matthew Stafford. It was like a toe touch on the corner of the sideline. And I was like, what is... He, was, he, he looked great. He was just bigger than all the defensive backs on the field. He was, like, running through guys. Like, for, for a rookie wide receiver in his first game without, like without the guy who's supposed to take a lot of the pressure off of you, he really stepped up. And I was, like, really impressed with basically every catch that Puka Nakua had. So, like, I I think one of the things that I said earlier was, like, if you don't know the name Puka Nakua, you will. I did not think it was going to be week one. And yeah, apparently he's been great even in college. It was just the injury concern is what, yeah, is what got a lot of people. It was fair. I mean... He, he looked really good in college. Also running through guys. Also, um, one thing that I, I heard somebody say once was that uh, he was going to be used a lot like Robert Woods was mm. used for us. And I could see that a lot. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. He grabbed a lot of like huge third down plays. He made a lot of his money in like the intermediate, like on like dig routes and stuff like that in the middle of the field. It was just... just really just i i'm thrilled i'm so thrilled i before the season i was talking about getting caleb williams and now i'm like <laughs> let's get to the playoffs baby let's beat the niners next week which i i mean we'll get to that but i mean yeah uh uh ernest jones also looked really good i gotta shout him out he had nine tackles and three tackle for losses of course i gotta shout out my boy aaron donald uh, he had defensive a player of the year. Defensive player of the year uh, with half of a sack and a quarterback hit. Um, the I believe the the quarterback hit was the oh my god from Geno <laughs> Smith. If uh, you've seen that clip uh, so on cool. Twitter, but it was uh, basically he was coming like free through the line and Geno Smith still had the ball and he's like oh my god and just got <laughs> he was like oh my god it just threw it and threw it into the ground. It was so funny. Yeah. Because he's like mic'd up during it, it's so good. Um, um, what do you think of the Seahawks though during that? What 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 did it look like to you? It they did not like look that good. I was I was more impressed with like the Rams' young defense than than the Seahawks' offense. I mean, mm -hmm. Geno Smith 
only threw for 112 yards and a touchdown. Um, Kenneth Walker looked good. He, Kenneth Walker looked good. Mm -hmm. He had 64 <laughs> yards on 12 carries, and I, it really it was disappointing seeing uh, him hand the ball off because I was like, God, this dude is just eating our asses right mm -hmm. now. Um, they must have had to move away from the running game at some point because uh, because they were behind so much. Yeah. Um, DK Metcalf had 37 yards and a touchdown. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba had 13 yards on three receptions. It was for something that I that was scaring me a lot more as for a three-headed beast such as DK Metcalf, JSN, and uh, Lockett. It wasn't as the the force was not there like I was expecting. Like mm. as Geno Smith being able to throw to three dudes who you know who is gonna make a good play. It it just it just wasn't quite like what I thought it was gonna be, and especially like they're on the defensive side of the ball. I was a little bit like I I thought that I thought their defense was gonna like hold us down like the whole game, and mm -hmm. we ended up having two like we ended up having a rookie and a third year guy who never played at all his first year go for a hundred and nineteen yards each. So like I I'm still I'm still in on the Seahawks. But I am, I I am on fraud watch now mm -hmm. a little bit because they, they always play bad against the Rams. Though they always play bad. Against that's true. That's true. I did say that the Rams were going to get one on the yeah, Seahawks. The rock paper scissors is still in. Is still intact. <laughs> yeah, and so maybe we can chalk that up to like weird divisional magic yeah. or something like that. But we'll wait a couple more games to see how they do. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know. It it was a little bit more concerning than I thought, and like Geno Smith. I thought was gonna like cook our young corners and it just it just didn't happen so it's it's something to look for in the future I think see how the Seahawks um bounce back but yeah did you guys did you guys watch this game at all did you guys I, do anything? I didn't watch it I, don't I did not as well to, but to add to it it's okay it was it was I think, you said that needed, I think you said everything that needed to be said I figured I figured you would be yeah with all the concept of that yeah one. um Shout out Bobby Wagner, 19 tackles and a tackle for loss. Crazy. I, leading tackler in the NFL, I yeah, believe. 19 tackles. It's ridiculous. All right, now speaking of something ridiculous. Oh, oh man. Blow Let's out. talk about this fucking bloodbath. This fucking Dallas defense, bro. It Thank is... God it was raining in New York. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants needed some lube before getting fucked. <laughs> Man, and that's oh what happened. Truly, uh, uh, not a bigger dicking down in NFL history, <laughs> I believe. Uh, they, they set records. They set records. It was a record-breaking dick down. It was. I think forty to zero had only happened one other time. Well, there was that. The fact there was also the fact that there uh, that there was a pass, uh, a field goal that was deflected that was brought back for a touchdown, a pick six. Um, Daniel Jones got sacked seven times. Like, uh, they they have three turnovers. Yeah, like all of that happening. All of that. All those five things had never happened to one team in a season Sing before. In a season. In a season. <laughs> and it, it happened the first game of the of the fucking <laughs> season for the Giants. The Dallas defense defense is not playing around. Oh my god. Uh, like it, it, oh, if you yeah. took away anything from this game, the Dallas defense. Is here. 
They yeah. are they are they are scary. Saving me in fantasy, getting me like 35, 36 points. <laughs> um spinning on platform like 42 or some shit. I I thought that this game was gonna be kind of like you know, I defense was gonna be a big part of it, of course. Mm -hmm. Uh I thought that the Cowboys weren't gonna get as many opportunities because well i mean honestly that's kind of what happened i mean like dak prescott 13 for 24 for 143 yards that's not like good <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like not. not to in a 40 to 0 blowout it's kind of crazy to say that uh the defense bailed out dak prescott <laughs> but it, it kind of did um we're not talking about his poor performance uh, Tony Pollard had a great game, a great welcome back, 70 yards and two touchdowns. Um, C.D. Lamb had 77 yards on four receptions. So, I mean, there was there was some good from that Cowboys offense, but, I mean, that defense. The defense, was just, man, they, they played hard till the end, too. Yeah. Like, uh, they, they were making plays. They did not let, let it. <laughs> like, the same, you know how Daniel Jones played till the very end? A lot of the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. They, they played till the very end, too. People were making big hits late in the fourth, still down and, I mean, up 40. And they're Why like, was Daniel Jones still in there, man? Why did Brian they keep did not there? let him rest? <laughs> Bro, he must, he must have been like, man, fuck this kid. I'm going to keep him in there until the very end. <laughs> How many... Did he... I, I don't have the fumbles listed here, but I know Daniel Jones had to have had a fumble. I think he was the fumble, yeah. Oh, he... Oh, because oh, they had three turnovers. Three turnovers, yeah. He had two interceptions and a fumble. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones... Speaking of speaking of quarterbacks who got paid and it's not looking too good for for that Daniel Jones. Yeah. Why why the I just I just don't understand anything about this Giants team anymore cuz I thought that they were going to be like low key sneaky good like I, mean, I had... they, they could be still it's a division game it's yeah. the first game of the season. Uh I mean you're going up against a tough defense. But I mean, granted, this, this like, but also this is going to be like performance though. It's like, yeah. it's, it's not like something that I feel like I can like excuse. I guess like, especially the, since they're at home. Too. Yeah. It, it was a home game. It was in the rain, but also they have a good running room. That's like what they rely on. I don't yeah. Know. I, don't, I don't, don't know. Yeah. It, it, this, this Dallas defense. It was just insane. Let me just shout out some guys. We had Osa Odigizua um, with four tackles, two sacks, two tackle for losses. He was in the backfield a ton. Dorrance Armstrong, three tackles, two sacks, three tackle for losses. Also in the backfield a lot. Deron Bland was one of those dudes uh, who was playing hard till the very end. Yeah. And, like getting big hits even at the end of it. Uh, Stefan Gilmore had a good first game. And of course, Micah Parsons, you know. He's gonna do Michael Parsons things. Yeah. That's my DPOY, uh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're, they're meshing well. The defense looks scary. Yeah. It's it's gonna be a good season for them, I think. I think it'll be exciting to see. I was looking at, because uh, I, I honestly had not heard these names like Oza, Odegazua, Dorrance Armstrong, or Deron Bland. And I, I was looking them up, and they're all like, Long-time Cowboys, it looked like. or one. Yeah, Dorrance Armstrong's been a Cowboy for a minute. I think Osa Odigazua actually has circled around, like, four teams. But th these guys, Dorrance Armstrong and Deron Bland, were, like, are, like, Cowboys. So it's, mm -hmm. it's cool to see, because whenever I hadn't 
investigated in this game at all. I just saw 40-0, Cowboys defense got me 36 points. Something something had to go mm-hmm. right there. So looking at the stats, I expected Micah Parsons to have an insane game. It looked like a very uh, communal effort on the defensive end, which is really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And so, and especially a bunch of like hometown boys, hometown draftees, like it's, prom- it's promising to see that if you're if you're a, a fan looking at like defensive stats, it's very promising to see that everyone is eating. It's not yeah. just it wasn't just like a masterclass with Michael Parsons. Like although although he was like the star of the defense, like everyone else around him played well and i think they just have a good system going yeah and that's what i said bro i said michael Parsons is gonna be the best player on the best defense he's gonna get this limelight and he's gonna win that dpoy award but i mean if all of the stats are this like even with everyone i feel like i don't know mm-hmm. oh i mean there there are some mike parsons master classes on the on the come up for sure oh yeah for sure and so this game he must have just he must have just been been the guy who got double teamed to let everyone else through mm-hmm. the line. So, I uh, yeah. And now we can bring it. That brings us to our last game of the week, Monday this night morning. football. Yeah, it's Monday night football. Oh, One of the man. craziest starts you could have you could have ever seen. Yeah, we talked about Aaron Rodgers getting injured yeah, on the first play, first drive already. Uh, but then, you know, in in the in the rubble, you you see a, a glimmer of hope with just Zach Wilson. That's what you're gonna say. Right? <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, you're gonna say. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, with the shining Jets off defense. Dude, oh, that man. Jets defense. Jets defense. They shut down Josh Allen. I don't. I, I don't know if you can chalk that up more to Josh Allen or just to the Jets defense. But from what, as if you're when you're watching it, it looks like that Jets defense yeah. is just scary. Yeah. Um. Right now, you, you you watch that game and you're like, okay, Jets and Cowboys are the top two defenses in the league right now. I don't yeah. think that's an re- unreasonable take at all. Um, now, you know, Quinn and Williams, uh, you know, Sauce surprisingly didn't have the best game. Which, yeah, like when you were watching it live, you're like, I, like there was a lot of times where I saw it and I was like, Sauce just didn't look great. DJ Reed looked better, honestly. Sauce, I don't know if Diggs is just like the perfect counter for Sauce, like for, for his play style. But, like, mm-hmm. he just didn't look great. DJ Reed looked pretty good, though. Quinnen and Quincy Williams both looked really good. Uh, and, of course, Jordan Whitehead. Jordan Whitehead. Three man. picks on the on the game. Three pass deflections. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it was insane seeing, like... Because, you know, whenever you see Josh Allen air out the ball, like, 60 yards down the field, you're like, oh, man, what's going to happen? You're like, oh, <laughs> and then it's like, like, oh, shit. And then it just Whitehead. ended up in, in Jordan Whitehead's hands every, every time. time. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that... It was, it was just... It was insane. It was an insane performance. Um, the Bills... I'm not going to... A lot of people were maligning the Bills coming into the season because of the shiny new toys and the Jets and the Miami Dolphins being healthier now. Um, And so I thought that this was going to be a little bit of a back and forth kind of game. And it ended up going to OT. Mm -hmm. But Josh Allen had went 29 for 41, 236 yards, a touchdown and three interceptions. He just didn't look good. He also had a fumble. He it, he just didn't look good. It just wasn't it wasn't a good Josh Allen game. I mean, yeah. It he, reminded me a lot of like 2018-2019 Josh Allen mm-hmm. where you're like this guy, I mean, clearly he has great athletic ability, but like yeah. he can't 
like and a good arm but he's just not that good and he, he's good he's, he's athletic he's great he's he's just he's just very turnover prone yeah. and he's he's very he's very um like He's not very safe with the ball. He's yeah, he and he doesn't really. He's like fucking dudes out there somewhere, yeah. <laughs> and he just threw those up, and I don't know. <laughs> I just it just wasn't a great game by him. Yeah, and it very much showed. Um, other highlights on the Bills. I mean, Stephon Diggs had 102 yards. Matt Milano, Matt Milano had a crazy game. It was. I mean, Matt Milano has been holding that defense down in Buffalo mm. for as long as he's been there and last night because we're recording this the next day spoiler alert but he uh i mean eight tackles an interception a tackle for loss a pass deflection like matt milano was everywhere if there was a big play that happened on the bills defense we were like it was it was like yeah it was matt milano i mean he's he's the star of that that defense yeah this was a very fun game to watch though man it was Last night I was feeling pretty good. I had some drinks in my system. <laughs> I was a little faded. You know, I missed like that whole second quarter. And like, <laughs> until it mattered. Though, or no, yeah. not second quarter, but second half. And I came back right like at the best part. Mm-hmm. And then the second and third quarter were a little tough to watch. But yeah. that fourth, the first and fourth, though, were, were pretty good. Yeah. And that OT was good as well. And then, yeah, OT came. And shout out, shout out uh, Xavier Gibson in that yep. OT. Yeah. With the running, bro, <laughs> OT touchdown. Yeah. Oh my god, I could not believe that shit when it happened, bro. The third punt return in NFL history. That's Correct. third punt return touchdown in, in OT. overtime. Right. In yes. NFL yeah. Yeah. Um, and we witnessed that. It's it, crazy. It was. We were thirty three percent. It it was so funny because like that whole game when you're going into OT, you're like, fuck, man, like, like. Are we really going to be scoring a touchdown as the New York Jets? But they didn't even have to worry about that. The special <laughs> teams went in and saved the day. Didn't even hand the ball to Zach Wilson, thankfully. So, yeah. Um, some others. The best possible outcome for the Jets. Yeah. There, for no, sure. yeah. Keeping the ball out of Zach Wilson's hands. Um, and they, they really did just that. Mm-hmm. Uh, handing the ball off to Brees Hall, who made his. Brees Hall looked amazing. He yeah. looked. He looked really good. Every time he got the ball, it's it was like, wow. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. It, it, to me, like, he still didn't even look 100%, but he still did so well. Mm-hmm. He, uh, 127 yards on the ground on 10 carries, 20 yards on one reception. He was doing it all for that Jets offense. Uh, Dalvin Cook had 33 yards on 13 carries, so he was there, like, more bruising back so i'm glad that they they were saving Brees hall's legs a little mm-hmm. bit um it's the perfect scenario for uh for Brees hall is to get that rest yeah i i kind of wish they gave mm-hmm. him a little bit more rest not gonna lie um but i'm hoping that uh i'm hoping that Brees hall stays healthy stays fresh um and maybe against uh another defense maybe they'll keep Dalvin Cook in for longer because he'll probably be productive and maybe it'll be a a defense that you can run on a little bit more. Um one one last shout out for this game. Garrett Wilson had an insane touchdown catch. Oh, yeah. Well, touchdown of the of the season. I was about to say he didn't yeah. have that great of a game, but 
Yeah, insane. Brought it in with one hand, balling it, it, it to himself, and then picked it back to him. Oh god! Oh my god! The, that was insane. The absolute concentration <clears throat> and just like ball like, skills. Wow. <laughs> I didn't like fondle you did that him. twice just... in our first episode <laughs> I did no but like doing all that while falling to the ground and mm. it's just like when when Tredavious it was, a, it was a bad ball from Zach Wilson Tredavious White was all over him it, it was just a insane like concentration catch from mm -hmm. Garrett Wilson and while his yards uh, we're not we're pretty pedestrian being 34 on five receptions but i i'm disappointed that we will not be seeing that aaron Rodgers to garrett wilson connection mm -hmm. after uh like just before the coin toss like when the whole when the whole team was out there in the middle of the field aaron Rodgers and garrett wilson did like a cute little like uh, handshake and I was like man like we're mm -hmm. here we go man and may I, I maybe Zach Wilson will be fine or something I don't know maybe maybe the like off season that he spent <clears throat> with Aaron Rodgers maybe or hopefully they just get a different quarterback <laughs> maybe they said they, there were reports that they're looking for a veteran quarterback Colin Kaepernick has shown interest but he has shown <laughs> interest in the Jets it is not the other way around <laughs> Um, but Robert Sala has also said that Zach Wilson is their quarterback, which is true, but I, he did I mean, he I'm, did not specify if he was the starting quarterback. So out of all the out of all the names that I've seen thrown out, I don't even know. Carson Wentz is I, a New York Jet. I think it's gonna be Carson Wentz if anyone. Yeah, it he'll he'll probably at least be the backup. But I mean, I don't think that I don't think that Carson Wentz is gonna be starting for the Jets at any point. At least I hope not. <laughs> I'd rather see because I mean, at least Zach Wilson has some sort of like escapability. But like Carson Wentz thinks he's Zach Wilson basically, <laughs> and Zach Wilson thinks he's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> so it's like a it's oh. not a very good uh, uh, train of. There. You know the funniest name that I saw thrown out was Matt Ryan. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, he he still has not officially. Uh, he has not retired. Yeah, he's he's ready. He's ready. Oh, God, what were you gonna say? Wait, did Matt Ryan ever win a Super Bowl? No, he got came back on. Yeah, by yeah. The goat. he got come on his back. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-eight to three. Someone someone mentioned that to him in the announcement booth. Yeah. yeah, that was so funny. They were like. You know, with the way that's been playing, you would think you would be twenty-eight to three, but <laughs> damn. <laughs> and I was like, you could have said any score. Unprompted, so man. Yeah. All right. Well, that I believe is the breakdown for the games this week. So, how do we get into the the little um, the little awards that we have for all of our players? Yeah, yeah I, I want to run through it real quick. Let's ha hand out some weekly awards. Some sporty threesome weekly awards. <laughs> so the categories we have are offensive and defensive player. Offensive and defensive rookie, we have clutch player of the week and MVP of the week. Mm -hmm. So why don't we start with offensive player of the week? I think this is a pretty easy decision. Yeah. Unanimous. unanimous. It was a unanimous Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. I mean, yeah. 215 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, what, what else are you supposed to do? It just looks, as you kept mentioning earlier, explosive. Like, every time, like, he catches the ball, it's just like, he is getting like another 15 plus yards mm -hmm. yeah. he's just i don't know man. that's he's... that miami offense it's just like 
like 10 yards, 15 yards, 20 yards, like yeah. all just a bunch of strikes down the field. It's, mm-hmm. it's great. And Tyreek Hill is, is the, is the wide receiver to make that system work. So, uh, um, next up defensive player of the year. Uh, this one was a little bit, a little bit, of the uh, my bad <laughs> player of the week. Of the week. <laughs> um, I'll start off, I guess. Go for it, um, I went with uh, one that didn't have the most stats, but watching the game, you were like, he was uh, just a menace disruptively. Uh, and that's Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. I think he looked great uh, in that Chiefs game. He was getting into the backfield a lot. He was he was making dudes miss on the um, on the offensive line. He was just getting past guys. He was putting a lot of pressure on Mahomes. He game. was. He was very disruptive. And I think it was just, I think he was one of the clear reasons that uh, the 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 Chiefs offense didn't look as good. Yeah. Um, besides just the drops. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Aiden Hutchinson looked great. And I think he's he's prime for a for a breakout season, or at least a step up from last year because he was never like bad. Just yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. think he'll, I think this is a season. For he's sure, he's coming into his own for sure. Now. Yeah. Um, I personally had Jordan Whitehead with his three interceptions against the Bills. It's hard not to think of that as pretty game changing. And uh, Jordan Whitehead just was in the right spots, and he made all the right plays. And and for that, he's my defensive mm-hmm. player of the week. Anytime you make three and get three interceptions in a week, it's kind of hard to yeah. Not, yeah to not think of them. Um, if I had to choose someone, I would probably also say Aiden Hudson or Matt Milano. Uh, but I want to give this award to the whole Cowboys defense, just like what they did <laughs> yeah. to New York. That's like, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. like what they did to New York, 40 to zero blowout. They really did bail out Dak. I mean, Tony Pollard had like two touchdowns, but I think, were they both on the goal line? I don't even know. Like, I, I don't remember. One of them was pretty long, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I was, I was in and out on that game. Yeah. Uh, but, but the defense scored yeah. just as many touchdowns. Yeah. yeah so. The defense scored the first two, at least. I yeah. remember. But if I had to give it to one person, I would probably also say Hunchson. His impact on that uh, Detroit Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every was, time. Every time someone was in the back, but I was like, oh my God, it's eight dodges. Yeah. Again. Like, <laughs> it was every time. Yeah. Uh, next up, offensive rookies <laughs> of the week. Uh, well. I mean, I will talk about Puka Nakua <laughs> any day of the week, man. I think that Puka Nakua had the most impressive showing out of an offensive rookie. I mean, more than dudes like Bijan Robinson or like Jameer Gibbs. Like you see this guy who's picked in like the third or fourth round, like maligned because of injury concerns, just go out there and and show everyone exactly what he's made of. So. Shout out to Puka. Shout out to Matthew Stafford for giving him the ball. He's he's my offensive rookie of the week. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I got Zay Flowers. I mean, he's he's that guy. He was the leader. He, leader, really he was the lead receiver for the Ravens. Uh, he's he's getting that connection started, and I think he's I think he's prime for a great season. I love Zay Flowers. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I like Nakua. He put up like what was it, ten receptions for one nineteen? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's crazy. Uh, you mentioned Jameer Gibbs. He was put in a lesser role, but every time he had the ball in his hands, I feel like he was, like, making something happen, man. If it was just based on the eye test, then I like Eye test alone, yeah. like, Jameer Gibbs this week looked amazing to me. Um, so I think I'll give it to Jameer, even though, like, he didn't have too much volume, but 
He had like that one play where he like slipped when he was like rolling out yeah. to his right, and that like, would be a touchdown if, if he. Had I know, play. man. And like after that, like I don't know, like I don't know if that like affected like his touches or what, but maybe a little bit, honestly. <laughs> I, like, I don't. I think he's just getting integrated. I don't think that. Would yeah, be but um, I give it to Jameer Gibbs. All right, defensive rookie of the week. Um, I went with Jalen Carter. He was he was disruptive. He was he was crazy. He was um, he was always getting in there, and uh, he was one of the the he's one of the many uh, superpowers that are on that Eagles defense, and he showed it on uh, against he showed it against the Patriots. Again, not too heavy on the stats, but like what on the eye test, you're like, damn, Jalen Carter's always getting in there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's 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 great to watch. You know, if you just well, just watch him, just watch Jalen Carter, and you're like, okay, yeah. I <laughs> on the other side of the field in that game, I actually have Christian Gonzalez winning my defensive rookie. Uh, he got seven tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, a pass deflection. That's you know that's a really good showing out of out of a rookie corner, and so yeah. I, I like I liked Christian Gonzalez coming out of the draft, and I think that he he made his statements in that mm -hmm. in that game, even though they lost. I'm gonna give this one to my defensive rookie of the year, Will Anderson. He had six tackles, a sack, he had two QB hits. Um, they had an L, but I mean. <laughs> That's a pretty he good shot as much as he could. Yeah. yeah, he looked good in that game. Yeah, shout out Brian Bercy, Saints uh, defensive <laughs> lineman, got half a sack. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's more than Marcus Davenport got all last year. So wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's not on the team anymore. No, right? Marcus Davenport okay. is not on the team. Nice. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, for clutch player, um, Joby. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna talk about our our boy? Our here? boy uh, Xavier Gibson. Uh, clutch player of the week. Uh, did, is that is that your? Yeah, that's one? good. That's oh, mine. Yeah. So you know us for that one. Uh, I, yeah, I mean he. This is the definition of clutch. <laughs> yeah. Out there in overtime, and one play kept Zach Wilson from getting the ball and won the game for them. Uh, I actually saw some videos about Xavier Gibson. He was uh, he was one of the guys who like barely made the cut for the final roster. Oh wow! And he yeah, he was, it was there was a, there, I didn't realize that it was Xavier Gibson, but I saw the video of him being being told he made the roster like a week ago, and mm -hmm. I remember seeing the video again like yesterday, or um, I saw it this morning when I was like scrolling through Twitter, and I was like, oh my god, that's like, the same <laughs> dude. I yeah. was like, holy shit! Like because it was such like a, a heartwarming moment. Yeah. And to see him go out there and do that, and then win the game for them basically now he's got that guaranteed roster spot yes sir yeah, yeah. No, he's, he is staying on that <laughs> um but yeah no it's the definition of clutch to go out there and just and, and do something like that and yeah definitely it's great after all the the emotional turmoil that team had to have been in after their star quarterback that they traded for goes down on the fourth snap of the game like you you have to rally somehow and Xavier Gibson like sealing the game for them in OT like that like just seeing the way that they all surrounded him after that mm -hmm. like that the it felt like the energy was restored like yeah. not mm -hmm. like I don't think the Jets are going to the Super Bowl like I I maybe thought before the season started but I'm I'm not completely out on this Jets team. Yeah, no, yeah. they still have hope. They still they still show that they can be a competitive team and that's yeah. nothing to base part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, something funny. It's kind of a sidetrack, but it it really killed me. We can cut it out if we need to. <laughs> but um, the um 
there was this bar in Green Bay um, that... Oh, they, that was like, if they, the Jets do, oh, everyone gets three drinks. <laughs> and then, so everyone ran up their tabs, and they all cheered as Ro- when Rodgers got hurt, which yes, is so yeah, weird. And then they were like, bad. And then they all ran up their tabs. And then the Jets... Instant karma, bro. I love it. It so is literally good. like... It's so good. <laughs> oh, my um, God. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. This week's MVP comes as no surprise. Unanimous. Unanimous. Tua. Tua Tungo Bailo. 466 yards is... Insane. I mean, God. The best performance by any player this week. It's, yeah. it's so it's so wonderful to see him doing well. Mm-hmm. Like I after after last season, I wasn't sure if he was gonna even play again. A lot of people weren't actually. Yeah. Um. And so it's it's just wonderful to see him healthy and still being able to dime dudes up like that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah I, I I never really was that big of a Tua like supporter. It, it was last year that my season that my opinion kind of changed about him where it like slowly started forming and then like over the off season like i saw more and more and i was like he, he kind of is that guy and then yeah. this game just solidified it he yeah has, tua is he's not here to play he is he is here to win and yeah. he showed it yeah and he's shaping up to be the comeback player of the year if he can have yeah performances like here. this every uh, week. well four, 466 is that's a tough beat. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a high, very high bar to set. You know? Yeah, but that's not. That's not. It's it's close to the ceiling, but like. Yeah. I wouldn't be. Ceiling. I wouldn't be shocked if he had in like another four fifty game. Like, yeah. This season, I yeah, I wouldn't yeah. either. He, I think he had a couple last year, so mm-hmm. it it only makes sense to me, especially yeah. with Mike McDaniel as the. As the head and Tyreek Hill putting up 200 yards. Yeah, basically, Jesus, that Dolphins team is scary. Yeah, contenders um, for sure. And they have a pretty good uh, matchup next week on Sunday Night Football. That will be a good one. And that'll move us into our week two predictions. Yeah, let's get let's get these done. Let's. One week of NFL football is in the bag, and now we got uh, now we got one more week. Exciting <laughs> times are upon us. Do y'all want to um, like? We, we reminisce in the first. Let's get into this next week. <laughs> Where is it? Are we going to just like? Briefly go over these like matchups, or are we like? I mean, there's not. I mean, they're mostly just predictions, so I feel like yeah. we don't. Yeah. We don't gotta go over too much. Um, I mean, especially like Vikings versus Eagles. Eagles. We all got the Eagles. Yeah, that's a pretty easy Eagles dub, especially after their performance last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packers Falcons, I think is a tough one to choose. I'm still yeah. going back and forth. Ultimately, I think the better defense is gonna win, so I got Packers. I also have Packers. I'm also going with Packers simply because the other thing that is just that offensive line for for the yeah. Green Bay offense. It's just it's just a steel wall. Nothing's and especially no one on the Falcons are getting through <laughs> hey, there. Hey, Grady Jarrett's a guy. I love Grady Could Jarrett. Kalias Campbell as well. Kalias Campbell is like he's like thirty something. Yeah, he's he's on his way to a retirement home. <laughs> but uh, he, I mean, yeah, I mean that Falcons defense or that Packers defense is really good, and the Falcons offense. Only has question marks for me, especially... I mean, their rushing attack has no questions for me, but in the passing game, like, I just don't know, like, what they're what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And so, I think that the... I think the Falcons... I just don't see them scoring as many points 
is the Packers, and that's how you lose football games. So, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, Raiders and Bills. Uh, I mean, I know the Bills didn't look great, but yeah. this is this is the comeback. This is the comeback game for Josh Allen. I got Bills. I also have Bills, and it'll be at home for them. So this is an easy Bills. Next up, this is one is the pub. This will be good. This one's this one's good. Ravens yeah. and Bengals. Ravens, a lackluster performance against an awful team, and then Bengals, an awful performance against. Uh, uh, but I mean, bad conditions for the Browns game. And Joe Burrow is what not like one in five now all time. Yeah. Was he one in five before, or is he one in six? Now? I think he's one in six now against the Browns. I I thought he was one in four beforehand, and now he's, he's one, one in five. five. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Oh no, I think that is it. I think that is it. Either way, he's not going against the Browns this week. It's the Ravens. Yeah. I I got the Bengals bouncing back mostly oh. because I need my Joe Burrow MVP prediction to come. <laughs> yeah, no. I... <laughs> He just, I don't know. Yeah, I don't see him stinging it up. Lamar Jackson this past week also didn't have that great of a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, lackluster performance against a bad team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I do also see the Bengals bouncing back in this one, though. And it'll be at home for them as well. I have the Ravens winning this game. <laughs> Similarly, because of my Lamar Jackson MVP. <laughs> Um, I, I need them to win this game. I need them to look a little bit better than they did against the Texans. And I think, I think they will. I think that the Ravens are the kind of team that will like play up to their opponents. Mm -hmm. Um, and so maybe Mark Andrews is back. Maybe Marlon Humphrey shuts down like any of the three fantastic wide receivers that they have. Um, and so... And and I just believe in their rushing game a little bit more. Like if the Ravens get out to an early lead, I can see the, I can see it being a little bit harder for the Bengals to to keep up with that. But I mean, if any team can, it is going to be the Bengals. And so this, I it it's real close for me. It's real close for me. But I'm I just got to ride with my with my MV pick, my MV pick, MV pick, most valuable pick. That's what it, that's what it stands for. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll move on to Seahawks versus one. Lions. Yeah, another mm-hmm. another good matchup. I got the Lions in this one. I also I got the Lions. I also uh, got we, the Lions. The Lions looked better week one. Yeah. The Seahawks looked kind of uh, you know fraudulent. So yeah. we'll see. Maybe they can turn it around. Yeah, I, think, I, I like the Lions on this one. Yeah, I think that Lions defense is legit, especially how Aiden Hutchinson performed. Brian Branch yeah. stepped up. And Brian Branch and players. Uh, I yeah. That uh, golf to Monroe connection and what we saw yeah. from Jameer Gibbs again. I don't know. I think they could be one of the better teams in the NFL this year. So have them over the Seahawks. The one thing I'll be looking for in that matchup is that the Seahawks really sold out against the Rams' run game. Um, and so, and then Matthew Stafford ended up throwing for 340 yards mm-hmm. on him, or 336 or something like that. Yeah. And so, I will be interested to see how the Seahawks decide to respond to the Lions, who are a very great passing attack in their own right. And, and so, have a pretty good uh, dual threaded running back as well. Exactly. So it it that that Lions team to me has a little bit more firepower behind them, um, but that Seahawks defense might be a little bit better. The, these teams are very close to each other, mm-hmm. and this is yeah. a very uh, 
this is a pretty big NFC matchup here with playoff implications. For sure, so for sure. I think that both of these teams are going to be coming out swinging for this, and I'll be excited to see it. Next up, we got Colts Texans. Kind yeah. of a kind of a garbage fest, but but I mean, two exciting young rookie quarterbacks. That's what I'm looking uh, forward to. Yeah, no, I'll I'll probably be watching it just for that alone. Um, I got the Colts though. Yeah, and the Richardson looks so good. Yeah, Richardson looks good, and he's got the better defense. So yeah, I got the Colts winning this one as well. We'll right. move on to Chiefs versus probably, Jags. Probably my favorite matchup of the week. Me too. Chiefs yeah. Jaguars. Week two, they're spoiling us as well. Yeah. Uh, I I'm t- I think I'm still deciding at this point because right <laughs> as of right now I have Jags winning, but mm. uh, seeing the Chiefs go start zero two, it's just it's kind of crazy to think of. It's just like not Chiefs like. I, I have the Chiefs. I, I have the Chiefs. Um, I, they're getting Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones back. That is true. Getting Kelsey back. It's it's so hard for me because I really feel like. Even mm. even with Chris Jones, that the Jaguars I think are gonna just move the ball however they want to, to you know Calvin Ridley, to Zay Jones, to uh, Christian Kirk, to Evan Ingram, to Travis Etienne, to Tank's big Tank Bigsby. Like they got so many people they can give the ball to, and like it. It, and it just was so stark seeing that the that wide receiving core for the for the Chiefs not be able to catch anything. I it's really hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes though. So I think I still think until further notice I gotta go with the Chiefs, but I if the Jaguars take it, I won't be mad because I'll be like, holy shit, look at this. Look at these great young teams beating this dynasty. How are they going to respond? So, mm. if That's definitely one I'm just going to watch and just love either way. Yeah. yeah. Bears, Buccaneers. Kind of bad. I got Bucks, though. <laughs> I'm taking the Bears. <laughs> You're Ryan with Justin Field. Yeah. Until the wheels yeah. fall off. This is the same type of thing where, like... I just can see this is the the bounce back week for the Bears, mm. and so if if they lose against the Packers, that's okay. It's a divisional game. The Buccaneers, I still think, are bad. Um, th- th- this is my this is my boys, my, uh, Baker Mayfield and Justin Field shootout. I'm hoping <laughs> for so. Um, I the one the one thing I'm a little bit scared about is that Buccaneers running defense is really good, mm. and that Bears offense really relies on their running game so i'll be interested to see (laughs) that bears defense is is rough i'll be interested to see how uh how they respond uh next up chargers titans oh did you pick on bears books uh i'm still kind of up in the air but (sighs) i mean it's real close it's one of the harder matchups i think i would have to choose books on that one yeah yeah um one more boring matchups i think of the week chargers titans yeah, I mean, I got charged. Same. Not too much to say. The yeah. Titans just lost to the Saints, the- and Ryan Tannehill <laughs> threw three interceptions. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not choosing the Titans over the team that kept up with the Dolphins. Yeah, the the Chargers are probably gonna throw all over the Titans. Mm-hmm. I'll be interested to see how that um, that Chargers O line fares against that Titans defensive line because. They could really make Justin Herbert's life hell out there, and maybe a couple things go wrong, and the the uh, the 
spread turns a different way, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But I, I still got the Chargers for this one. Mm -hmm. 49ers, Rams, who you got? Who you got? Um, I... I it it fills me with every disgusting feeling in the world, but I do have to pick the 49ers here. Someone clip um, this. <laughs> You're not gonna hear this often. Um it's just that like they're a better team than us. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I got the 49ers. I do as well. Sorry, Drew. They already won I know how much you hate them. They already won whenever the Rams were better, so yeah. They eat on the, the Super Bowl year. They literally won both of the regular season games they had against us. So, I mean, the 49ers, similarly to uh, us with the Seahawks, they have our number. And even at home, I don't see how the 49ers. I mean, they're just they're just a complete team. So, uh, next up, Giants versus Cardinals. I got the Giants. Giants. Yeah. yeah, I think it's an opportunity for the Giants to come out and bounce back yeah. after a embarrassing performance in Week One. Yeah, so, yeah, I could see it being closer than people might expect, but I, I, I'm looking, I'm looking to see anything from the Giants against yeah. this Cardinals team, and if they win in the same way that the Commanders beat the Cardinals. I don't know if that just means that the Cardinals are a little bit better than we give it credit for, or if maybe the Giants are just poverty, which could very easily be the case. But I'll take Giants here um, until further notice, but they're definitely on a team that's on fraud watch for me. Uh, next up, the best defensive battle of the week. Oh, this is going to be a fun one. Jets versus Cowboys. Yeah. Man, I would have loved to see Aaron Rodgers out here. Yeah. I'm going to be this saying that. Been, if Aaron Rodgers was playing, this would have been one of the games of the year, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it still could be. I mean, I feel like defensive battles are pretty fun. They're just, like, scrappy. Um, yeah. I, I got Cowboys in this one just because the, the offense, I think, will yeah. be able to, to keep up, I guess, more. And the, the Cowboys defense looks good. I mean, yeah, it looks. Yeah. Like, it looks like I don't. I don't see Zach Wilson getting any points on this on this Cowboys uh, defense, and I don't see any veteran QB coming in and being able to <laughs> learn the like learn the offense, the that, offense quickly. that quickly in order yeah. to make a difference. Yeah. And uh, that Jets O line was already kind of letting Aaron Rodgers down, so I can't imagine what fuck Micah Parsons is going to do to Zach Wilson, so I also got the Cowboys. Yeah, I also have the Cowboys. Um, I think their defense will probably win yeah. this game again. Alright, so now we got Commanders versus Broncos. Uh, we got the the resident sleeper here, the resident <laughs> snoozer yeah. this week. Awful matchup. Um, the I... only the only people who are gonna lose in this game is the people watching. It. So, <laughs> I don't I don't even want to pick a winner. I want, I want to say draw. Yeah, this say could this could very easily be a tie. Uh, I, I'll go with Commanders though, just just barely, I guess. Uh man, I actually I actually just don't know who's gonna win this game. It I would like to think Commanders, but the Broncos didn't look terrible. It's it's really just a wash for me. I think I think I'll go with Commanders, man. You're, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going Broncos because they're at home. Broncos country. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. We'll I'm see. also going Broncos. 
it, it is a very stinker game. Yeah. Um, God, I swear, if the Jets Cowboys isn't on the like the prime networks and the like, oh, Commanders yeah. Broncos is, I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> the Cowboys are at home. There's no way, right? Yeah, that's true. Plus, it's the local game. It better be. <laughs> you know how they like to fuck things up. We got uh, the Sunday night, Sunday night game. Dolphins versus Patriots. One of I, the best games of the of the week. One of the I think games. so, yeah. I like Top this matchup games. a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I got the Dolphins. I mean, they came out yeah. there insane. They, uh, the Patriots defense does have a chance to slow them down, but I don't think it's going to be enough. And then I think on the flip side, the Dolphins defense is too much for the Patriots offense to handle. So. Yeah. I also have the Dolphins. Um... Crazy though, uh, the well, I guess I guess it's deserved or well deserved, but it is ninety percent to ten percent on pickums for Dolphins. Wow, yeah, um, but people are kind of sleeping on the Patriots. I mean, understandably, and I mean, when you when you witness that like game that t- that Tua and Tyreek had, it's kind of hard to pick against them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I I like the matchup. I think Christian Gonzalez is a great corner, but he's not known for his speed. Uh, so I don't mm. think he's going to be able to keep up with the likes of Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle as much. So, yeah, I, I, I got Dolphins. I think they'll be using Skeen to try and keep the the same, or the or Dolphins offense under wraps. Um, I I think that 90 to 10, you know, if you're picking pickums, most people are going to pick the favorite. Yeah. But... I do think that this game will be closer than people think, mm-hmm. especially like a divisional game at the Patriots home stadium. Mm-hmm. Like I can see I can see a close game on primetime Saturday or Sunday night football. And so yeah. I think the Dolphins will end up pulling it out. Um because I don't think that I don't think that Mac Jones can have another like fifty-four or fifty-four uh, passing attempt type game and and do anything good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. So that brings us to the last two. It's a double header on Monday night. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy to start off the season. Um, but we got first up. We got Saints at Panthers. I got my Saints. You know who that baby? <laughs> who that? Panthers uh, looked bad. Saints looked not as bad. So I got I got to rock with my boys. Uh, and I think we're gonna pull it off. Yeah. Uh, J.C. Horn is also out. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Wait, was he in last? He was in for most of the game, but he uh, uh, it was like towards the end. He uh, It was like on a non-contact play. He, uh, uh, it was some sort of hamstring injury. That's so tough. Uh, so he is out for this game, which, you know, it's, it's sad to see any player out, especially a player as talented as J.C. Horn. He's one of my favorite Panthers. He's probably my favorite Panther. Um, and he's he's dealt with injury his whole career, yeah. so it's it's just it's, tough to he's see. So young still too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he is gonna be out. Uh, so I don't see any other Panthers cornerback doing anything to Olave, yeah. Shahid, and Michael Thomas. So I got my Saints. I'll also take the Saints for all the same reasons. I was even gonna say that I think. The Titans' defense is, you know, pretty all right, and the Panthers' defense is worse. So <laughs> I don't think that the game. I don't think. I think the Saints will score more than sixteen points on them, and um, especially with J.C. Horn out, I don't know. Pick any of the receivers on the Saints. I don't shut any one of them down, and 
you still have two other great guys to go to. And if they don't have anyone that can shut any of those three guys down, I I just see the Saints winning this game in a pretty convincing fashion. I will say, though, it is a divisional game. True. We yeah. always face the Panthers early in the season, and we always lose. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we'll see. If if we lose, I'm just going to, that's just going to, it's going to be the theme. I'm never going to pick against the <laughs> Panthers early in the season. <laughs> the, the early Panthers versus Saints. Early Panthers. Hey, they're at home. It, it is. It's always at home, too. You know. But young quarterback. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I got the Saints in this one, too. Browns versus Steelers to close out week two. You know, I think it could be a pretty good game. I got Me the Saints, in the, or not the Saints. <laughs> got uh, the Saints winning the two. <laughs> oh man, I got the Steelers in this one. I think they'll bounce back from their tough loss this week. I'm also taking the Steelers in this one. Um, both of these teams have incredible defenses. I just like the offensive talent for the Steelers a little bit more. Um, I. Again, again with some of these teams with these week one overreactions, like I still think the Steelers might be okay. I got like, you know, roped into believing in them a little bit, even though I wasn't really a Kenny Pickett guy. And so this is this is the game for me that that the Steelers got to do something for me. And so, again, I'm picking another team that is on fraud watch. Um, but I, I just like the, I just like the Steelers more. Mm-hmm. I, in my pickums just now, like before the show, I picked, I picked the Steelers, but the Browns just have something, the Browns just have something going there. Yeah. They, they have a great roster and they can really pull something off if Deshaun Watson just like is able to be good. And yeah. uh, when I was, and he was not last week. He wasn't. But when I was watching, uh, when I was or when I was uh, listening to um, to Stay Hot Pod, uh, and you know, Bladen's a big Browns fan. He was at the game, and oh, word. Uh, he he was talking about the the dry snaps basically because like it was raining for like ninety percent of the game, right? But there yeah. was a couple plays where it would it would stop for a little bit, and then like Deshaun Watson and the whole team would go on the side and they would dry their hands, they would dry the ball and everything. And Bladen was like, during those dry games it was like the best the best like completions of like the whole game and like they they looked good and like they were good completions and they mm-hmm. were like good plays so i think that they can they can work it out the shawmas's timing is still bad um you know i i don't want him to succeed but but i do think that they do have a chance to have a, a great team uh and that defense is scary so I think I'm going to, for the sake of us being different as well, <laughs> all right, all right. I don't want us to have continuity. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Browns. I hope TJ Watt takes Deshaun Watson's lunch money. I do too, trust me. I see, I see multiple sacks and an interception. And I, I, I don't actually know if that's going to happen, but I could see it. That's our show this week. Um, we had a wonderful first week of NFL football. And I'm looking forward to doing it all again next week. Oh, yeah, baby. NFL is so back. We're so back, baby. We're so back. Alrighty. This has been... Sporty threesomes. Balls. We just handled ball. We just handled ball for you. For any of your relatives, anyone who needs ball handling. We'll handle them. We'll handle them. We're good at it. Alrighty. We'll see you all next week. Peace. 99.